But yeah, I'm here with Tim Weber. Hey, John. What's up, man? Thanks for having me back. Thanks for coming in. Cool. Um, we don't have anything in particular we're going to talk about, except for maybe a story or two that uh, we spoke about earlier in the week. Yeah, yeah. I got and, um, by the way. We'll try to we'll try to come up. We'll bring that in naturally in this conversation, and we're just going to let it roll. It'll come up. See what happens. Let's go. There we go. And we're here, man. What's up? Not much. What's going on? Nothing, dude. Just chilling. Uh, let me grab my drink. Oh, I have the worst coaster on the planet. A shard the, of glass? The, yeah, <laughs> it is. It's the bottom of a wine bottle that was found on the beach by somebody and then stolen from them by me. Such a repurpose. <laughs> Reduce, reuse, recycle. Good job. Get fucked up. Get your weight up. Dot com. Get your weight up. <laughs> Grandma. Oh man. Um, you could pull that closer to you if you want. There we go. It's right in my mouth. Tickling your chin. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, so yeah, we were watching, uh, some of Djibouti dubs. Djibouti dub dubs. I forgot all about that. So hilarious. Funny, bring that up. So funny. They, there was a video that we were watching. Um, I'll spare you guys, but it was an old lady. <laughs> It was an old lady getting thrown to the ground and then stuffed into a trash heaved, can. Heaved into the trash can. <laughs> like old luggage, like by her collar and her belt. Like, like just see the guys at the airport tossing <laughs> oh bags. God. Yeah, Head that first. lady could have definitely gotten a job at the airport. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I guess I'm going to hell after watching that. But holy shit. So yeah, funny. you left a little too hard. Yeah, I was, I'm still kind of crying and sweating from it. I haven't recovered. Who <laughs> boy. So, what's new on uh, on your plate, man? On my plate? Oh, man, a lot. We uh, wrapped up this week, work week. Yeah. It's cool. Thank God. Yeah. It was a long one, it seemed. It always is. Just got back from the doctor with the kid, went and vaccinated him like a responsible human. Yeah. Got him yeah. collared, <laughs> tagged. <laughs> Microchipped, <laughs> ear piercing. Get it all out of the I way. Tattooed my driver's license number on his thigh. Smoke your first cigarette, <laughs> take, drink your first drink. Yeah. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah, we that's actually funny because we did. My wife did ours today, actually. Oh, really? And they got them. They got their flu shots and stuff. Not vaccinated, but that's that's what you got was this yeah, flu shot. Yeah, right? I've I've never gotten one. No, never never got a flu shot. I hear so much funk about them, but I I'd, I've never had a negative issue. They've always seemed like they're safe. I've my just hands. never was like gotten sick so much to the point where I'm like, oh, I need this. Like, if I'm getting sick once a year, let me you get sick once a yeah. year. Like, that's I think that's kind of normal for. A healthy adult, right. maybe. <clears throat> Have you ever got the flu? I don't know. Probably. Really? Yeah, I've oh. gotten fucked up before for a couple of days where I was just like, been. like in a boxing ring with Mike Tyson and COVID. Yeah, the, <laughs> the flu's more than puking. The yeah. flu's your whole body is yeah. beat. Just That's, like I drank a fifth of tequila and fell down the stairs and woke it. up and I was just like, oh, everything hurts. Sounds like you had it. Yeah, but this is, I mean, who knows how many years that's been since I've had a sick, you know, being that bad sick, right. but. I usually just get like a little stuffy, like the change of climate, and then I'm just, I'm good. Let's go. Right, right. I think everybody has that. It happens. This is the time of year for it, too. Everyone's sniffling and sneezing and being looked at like they're a murderer out in public, you know? Yeah. You got, <laughs> wear a mask, dude. If you I am. Wear another right. mask. Yeah. People are looking, I'm like, get this motherfucker out of here. <laughs> you have a gun? Anybody have a gun? 
Get rid of them now. You know, uh, you said you just got your CPLs. How'd yeah, that whole, well, whole, we see? haven't received it yet. We just got done doing the whole uh, paperwork, paperwork, part. running around, fingerprints. I did, at least. My wife still has to do it. Um, I thought she was supposed to do it today. So that's why I left half day. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, no, that's next week. Oh, fucking idiot. Messed up again. <laughs> Dude, always. Suck. I'm always stepping on shit. <laughs> <laughs> At least with my wife, it seems like. Yeah. But I think that's every guy. So I don't. Well, that know. is every guy. It's normal. That is every guy with a good wife, I think. Yeah. Got to keep you on your shit. Right. But yeah, we, um, <clears throat> she got them shot it up with some, uh, who knows what that who is. Who knows what. Just some uh, tests. They're just testing the children. <laughs> what do you What do you think about like anti vaxxers? What do you think about that? Honestly, with with such a huge population that we have, you're going to have even if it's a point zero zero one percent of three hundred million people that have something that goes wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> but like, if it is the the vaccine that is causing what they thought to be autism or or whatever, right? Or I've heard, I've heard a story where uh, the dad brings in his kid, they get a shot, never kind of snapped back out of it, and was always kind of like, like always just a step lower than than what they were initially going in. And I I don't know. I've everybody in my family has been vaccinated. Everybody I believe in my wife's family has been vaccinated. Our kids have been vaccinated. And knock on wood, you know, we haven't had any issues right. with you know any. Anything that you could notice immediately. Yeah. But they did say they, like just, just random people. But Whoever they is. I think it was on Joe Rogan's podcast. There was a guy that was saying that autism starts in the womb. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, there was, I don't even, I'm probably butchering it. But yeah, it was uh, something like that where it, it can't happen after. It happens during. Right. Like during the building of the child. I, the way I see it is. I choose to vaccinate my kids, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I have a, there's a, there's a story I heard from a father who seen, you know, described exactly what you just described. Yeah. And if I observed that, yeah, that would, what he said he's seen, there's no way I could fi- I feel like I trust now. Why I think I, I hope everyone vaccinates mm-hmm. the day the government can shoot juice into your yeah. kids anytime you want. That's a scary deal. Like if you can't step out of it now, there's a, you know, obviously you're taking you know, a there's a risk, risk with everything. A great risk. Yeah. But I still like that. There's that little bit of freedom, but if it, if it creates a massive, you know, scourge or plague, sort of the one we're in the midst of now, mm. maybe but, we should adjust that. But, but I, I root for the anti-vaxxers. I think they're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, <laughs> yeah, it, that's a, that's a tough one. Like, I sit right on that fence. I I'm, I've never personally heard anybody in my life that had an issue with their kids being vaccinated. And then like, you know, like I said earlier, where they, Oh, they were just never the same. Like they just something like they were at 10 and then they just got clicked down a little bit. Right. Like they just got shut down some. Right. I, you know, maybe there's an inherent risk with taking the vaccine more than we know. Let's maybe let's yeah. pretend more than we know. You got to think though, too, with the amount of people there are inter intermixing races and, uh, all kinds of stuff, like mainly races, like mixed people as yeah. much as possible. You're eventually, it's like a dog. You get a purebred dog. There's going to be special needs for that dog. Hip dysplasia. You oh, can yeah, only train yeah. it this way because everything else doesn't work. Like a golden retriever compared to a mutt. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, I, have, I have two Great Danes that have, are riddled with problems. Yeah. You know? So I think that, like, like the mixing of people is going to weed out a lot just because the DNA is so random. Right. And we, if, we might be the first of a primitive people or yeah. the last of a primitive yeah, maybe, people yeah. is what I mean. Yeah. That'd um, be cool. <laughs> like like on uh, South Park when everybody was like brownish, yellowish, whitish, <laughs> like, all speaking the same language. And it's like, I mean, even even back, uh, what's his name? Alexander the Great. Yeah. He was frowned upon for marrying outside of his race. And they thought maybe that, that was why he was poisoned by his own people. Could be. I mean, and he wanted everyone to be together. Like you're stronger like that. Right. Really. And that's but. still a, considered a progressive idea. Yeah, you know, that's weird so weird. That. And that's how you know racism isn't really dead. Yeah, it, I don't you know, think it ever will be. So I'm, I'm sadly, first of all, but, you're talking about people of any race. Any t- why anytime you mix any race, the children grow up to be the most beautiful people like ever. Tall, muscular, so strong like, as hell. Yeah, like, pro, pro mix. Yeah. Oh, do it all. See, know. both my parents were 100% Albanian. Really? So I, there's no way you could be 100%. That if you are, there's some inbreeding involved in it. So I've my sister did a DNA test, and it was like one percent here, five percent this. Like if it was a hundred percent, this, it's like oh yeah, stop, stop, don't don't <laughs> make any children. Stop right there. Government's don't. coming for you. <laughs> They're gonna pick you up in a van. And, FBI just texted me. Yeah, just a random message from Trump saying stay there. <laughs> but but yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm not like a hundred. Like I say, oh, I'm a hundred percent this, but yeah. no one is really, unless there's inbreeding involved. Which that that's looking true at you too. probably is true. <laughs> <laughs> one of my eyes is always like almost shut. <laughs> no one's ever. That's said just my glasses. Like You're brave for talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll say it before you do. But uh, <clears throat> I, I used to embrace my Scottish side because I didn't know I had no no father growing up. So I only knew my my your mother's side. side. Okay. And they were fresh off the boat, you know, mm. from Scotland. So So you're first you, generation? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Just I'm just saying with it like my grandmother, my I grandma's gotcha. grandmother. And it, you know, like I attended their funeral, you know. So mm-hmm. the first person to come to the States, you know, I was at the funeral. So we weren't too far removed. And it, it sounds like you weren't either. Yeah, we were first. But here. then a few years back, I think I was probably twenty seven, I met my dad's side for the first time. So that was pretty cool to find out I was Polish of some sort and yeah. some other Eastern European stuff. and Eastern or Western? No, I'm just, <laughs> no. I'm just It's like, how far is that? I don't know. It's like, it seems like it's a strip, really. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It, now I now there's, I actually just did a, the Ancestry. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that the last month or so got that free trial they're gonna get my credit card for like five charges i know oh, they yeah. will but um that's pretty interesting that'll, oh you're oh i get what you're saying a lot of digging that'll do a lot of that's digging where you right just back. put in your name and then it just branches off and yep. you figure out oh no this isn't me because they didn't live exactly. there and so on exactly. and so forth yeah that's cool it's cool little service yeah i don't know if i could do that with my family they'd be like yeah this farm yeah there that's where everybody's from <laughs> cranking out litters yeah just we need more kids for the farm we Send need them to-, to the states <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm first generation here. My, my oh, parents cool. came from Yugoslavia, but they're Albanian. How does, how does that change your perspective about the United States? Do you think compared to somebody, I mean, 
we'll say take it for granted. I mean, is it is it different for you? Do you, do you view it differently as being the first um, generation? Yeah, I guess growing up, I didn't know that I was first generation. I just knew my parents oh, really? spoke different language. You know, when you're a kid, you're you're not really. Yeah. You're just like der. Especially a boy, you're you're fucking stupid. Right? <laughs> like you're so dumb. Just eating mud. <laughs> yeah, you're like this dirt tastes good. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're lucky those teeth are gonna fall out one day because <laughs> your teeth are fucked. No, uh, but yeah, um, I, I don't know. It was it was weird growing up with a family like that, and then going to necessarily not weird. It was normal for me, but then I would go to my buddy Danny's house, and I was spending the night, and they we go to the video store and run a movie. I'm like, hold up. What's happened? Like, there's a trap. Like, we're going we're to catch a beating. Like, we go to the video store, rent a movie, right? This is at, at, like, if I'm spending the night at my buddy's house. Mom makes a roast, and I'm like, you mean just meat? Like, that's just meat. Like, when my mom's like, hey, I'm making meat and this. It's like, oh, you don't ask what it is. What cut is it? It's just meat? How are you preparing it, mother? It's like, no, it's just. <laughs> meat you'll chew and swallow. <laughs> yeah. And. And then it was like, you know, we eat dinner, we watch the movie, we have snacks. And then it's like, oh, you go off to, off to bed and they have animals in the house. And I'm like, this is, it was alien to me because my dad would not allow animals in the house. Oh, really? Yeah. Hell no. We, we found a stray dog and we kept it in the garage for like a week <laughs> and I was just feeding it whatever. I'm like, oh, you're my best friend. And it's shitting all over the place. Eat this meat. <laughs> eat this meat. Eat this roast that I couldn't eat from my buddy's <laughs> house last night. <laughs> um, so... It was strange when I, when I would like hang out with other people and see their family like values or you know, I don't know their their dynamic I guess, and then they'd come to my house and they're like, "What are these?" Like I was like, "My mom made bread." Like, "Oh, she made bread." Like, "What?" I'm like, "What do you mean what?" This is like every <laughs> week here, right? Um, so you know there was that separation a little bit, but I don't know. Like I think one thing that I think as we all grow up, we see our we look back at what our parents told us and stuff and we're like, Oh, you fucking liar. They were just trying to protect you or whatever. Yeah. But my parents coming over to the States were all warned by people of color, by the people that are already in the States. Like, Hey, when you come here, watch out for black people and Mexican people. And then they already have this thing in their head. Predisposition. Never even seen a black person where they come from. And then they, all of a sudden they come into New York and it's like pff, the melting pot of America. Right. Sensory overload. And it's kind of like, I don't want to say they were trying to like push it on us, but they would, they would kind of be like, oh, be careful when you're hanging out with these people. Really? And I never, I never was like, I never had an experience where I was like, oh, this type of person is just bad. Right. And, but you were, you were, you were bathed in the culture. You were, you were brought up in that. Yeah. Like know. other families like that we hung out with that came over or you know whatever they're just i don't want to say racist but they're just so one-sided like this is it from from yeah from the old old country whatever you want to call it but i was always like as a kid questioning like what like these are people too right like you're a person i'm a person yeah i'm a guy you're a girl that's a, a black dude this is a a a a female mexican or latino whatever you want to call them that's not a terrible whatever you want to call those people (laughs) yeah latina and i've never had an issue where it was like i hate i hate this type of people right like like i'm I'm going by what they told me i've seen i've seen that explode like hate like hate for a type of person i've seen explode a few times in my life yeah one time we were at a party over on east side of flint there's your problem (laughs) there was a there was a uh a jello wrestling 
event in the hot tub. Homemade. Yeah, homemade. <laughs> Actually, I, I worked with the girl, and she would she would cool five gallons of Jello at a time in the coolers at, like a, at work. Like a month. Yeah, it, it took, she was like saving it up, and we go over there, and their hot tub is full of. Well, there two of my buddies were there, and they happen to be people of color, and we're all hanging out, and everything's cool. And this thing's going on. The, the Jello event ended terribly with a girl stepping out. Slipping on the step and cracking her head open on the hot tub <laughs> ended. That ended immediately. Get your weight up. Yeah, get, get your weight up. That count, skank. <laughs> Anywho, all of a sudden, bottles start flying out of nowhere. The lights get broken, broken out. Fist fight, just full on fist fight. And it's from once we got it all settled down, we figured out it was two dudes, two white dudes, of course. Mm-hmm. That you know had, had something to prove, had something. something to prove, had some issue with with a couple buddies being there, and they attack. They they just attacked with no word, like physically so attacked dumb. with glass, fists, everything. It was the wildest. It, it opened my eyes to like, I guess what you could define what racism was. You know, they never even spoke just to the blind, guys. just rage and yeah. attack these guys for just being there. You know, see, I've I've never experienced that. I've experienced, um, I hung out with the mixed crew, I guess you could say growing up when I was in New York and we're at New York. It was, it was Hampton Bays. And, um, so it was, it was kind of like the in-between town between the other rich towns. Okay. (laughs) So they used to call it Harlem Bays, even though it was, dude, it was nice, but now it's a little bit, I could see it going there today and I'm like, okay, I noticed these weird little things that have changed where it's a little bit more riffraff you know like people you know just kind of like i don't know i don't want to be like an asshole or anything but just uh the type of people are just more more likely to cause problems yeah let's just say that yeah like i don't care what color you are it's just that's what it just happens but um so i don't want to say it's a terrible place to live it's it was awesome place to grow up yeah but um there was there was a few people in in the group that we hung out with that would Openly use the N word when we're like when we're just chilling, right? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, but I mean, here comes this one dude that we knew that was mixed that would fucking put you on your head. <laughs> like I wrestled him before, and it was like I was a child. Yeah, and he wasn't that much bigger than me, right? And I'm just like that. That dude's fucking strong. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's that's the reality of that word. Yeah, is that that maybe the dirty little secret is that every white guy you know. Has somebody maybe a generation before, yeah, or generate what that just throws that word around, and but, it makes it makes you go everyone uncomfortable. You go in public now, and what you got to look over your shoulder before you say something. Like, how does that? You know what I mean? Well, there, there's because he would never say that in front of that dude, the guy that I'm talking. Well, that's because he didn't want his face slapped yeah. off. Like he didn't want to get his neck just destroyed by this right. fucking gorilla. So what does <laughs> that say about monster. your hatred word? I mean, yeah, exactly. You, you know, that's it. It makes you what seem cool or powerful or something at that moment when no one's looking. Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. you should you should act. I mean, I, I heard this somewhere. You have three three faces: the one you show everybody, the one you show, I think yourself, and then the one you show when no one's looking. So there's. Okay. I guess, so I, I try to like, maybe, I don't know if this sounds stupid, but I try to like, if I'm doing work or if I'm doing something, I pretend that I'm pretend. That, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys. I stroked out there for a second. <laughs> God damn, it's good liquor. Um, I pretend that I'm 
sitting outside my body looking at me doing this. Right. And just like, that's not, you know, that's not good. You know, that's not right. Check yourself. Yeah. You know, this is, you're a little sloppy here. And even if it's just a something, not, maybe it's fucking whatever, type A personality, ADD, whatever. I don't know. I think everybody has something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, some people say no to that voice and we'll just let their slop lie. And I know, I wish I could do that. No, I kick my own ass more than like if somebody, I know if something's not good. Or if I put out something and I'm just like, ugh, like a right. little something in my yep. guts, like, and I'm just like, send it, fuck it. And then I'm like thinking about it. And, and then it's like, I kind of wish I was a little bit just a fucking idiot, just an ignorant dumbass that doesn't know better. Right. <laughs> like, it, really? It's, it's painful to be halfway intelligent or to have your own. Uh, so, I mean, I like it. I like being like a forward thinking type person where just because you think something you can't push that on me if I if I believe it's not correct or if it's wrong or whatever. If, well, that that seems to be the the personality type that's domineering today in this ultra like liberal wannabe society they have going. It's like either believe what I'm insisting you believe in, mm. or you don't. You've lost your seat. It's like concede to what I'm saying to you. Yeah, or you're you're done. And done. We'll fire you. We'll yeah. get rid of you. We'll make it. You know. It's crazy. It's it's we're think, watching our political world just grind its brakes on each other. Yeah, you know this crazy two party system. Everything it's just so extreme. It's terrible. It's not even trying to find a, a trying to come together to find a, a goal like common goal. Right. It, it's a, it's a political war above our heads, and us as a country is split into two. And while we should be rooting for progress and a government that works for us. We're rooting for one of the two sides. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not even, I watch all the debates and stuff. I don't like to get into politics really. Um, just on the show. I, I love talking about it. Yeah. Like outside of this, like in a, you know, but I don't want to It'll ruin you. Yeah. I don't want to, I'm not taking sides. Usually I'm not, I'm kind of a neutral person. Yep. Like you'll never see me seething and raging mad. <laughs> right. And you're not going to see me completely just, comatose to the issue and just be like whatever man right like i'm like in the middle just like be aware but you you throwing your throwing your fake fits doesn't help the situation yeah i i think if you know in yourself what you're doing is the right thing to do that's enough just for you to know about it you don't have to go tell everybody about it yeah to me like i i'm on facebook and i'm terrible at the internet like as I'll, I'm not going to go on there and be like, oh, man, I ate a big lunch. I've been farting all day. Send it. Like, I'm not doing that. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll promote the show. I'll like some stuff you did. Maybe comment on something that somebody commented on me about where it's directly towards me. Yeah. Not just a vague thing where, oh, uh, if you believe in this, you're a racist. Prove me wrong. Send. Throw it out there. You're just asking for something. I'm, I, I don't, I'm not knocking anybody for it, but I, that's just, I can't do that. I agree. I'd rather come to your face and be like, hey, what's up? My grandma said, don't tell anybody who you vote for. And I did, that didn't make sense. I'm like, grandma, you're uptight. And now I see it now. And I'm like, oh, that made a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah, I, I told a few people. Um, I, I'm not. I, I don't think there's ever a person that you could be 100% behind when it comes to this situation. I know. I can't say that either one of these people represent me to the point right. where I will give you my vote. Well, that to me is the new progressive thinking, a person that can take a situation and look at it 
from either side and not be pulled to one side or the other, you know, based on one belief. Yeah. You know, people need to take every situation and think it out and come up with a good solution. Yeah. yeah. Open, open mind. Um, just because you were taught something one, one, one time, like when you were a kid, doesn't necessarily mean it's true today. And just like, I'm not saying my parents are racist. They were the nicest people I've ever known. Right. Like my dad, especially he's gone now, rest in peace, but super nice people that would give you the shirt off their back, literally where it's almost like diminishing returns. Now it's hurting me, but I'm still helping you because what else am I here for? I guess. I don't know. But, um, yeah, they, they weren't like racist, like where they were actively trying to put down a a certain race or whatever, but they were warned by people that were just dumb because other people told them that were dumb before them. And it was an old style thinking. Yeah. And it, and it dominated. Let's be honest. It dominated. Yeah. And luck. I believe with our generation, we're going to see the last of it eventually. Well, not the last of it. It'll never it's be eliminated be very... because I think it's human. But I think that we're going to see that idea fade. And like yeah. you said, when everyone mixes and becomes super gorgeous, we're over it. <laughs> yeah. We're over it. Remember it was like that creamy coffee yeah. color. And... Remember those old pale cavemen? <laughs> Ugly bastards. The big jaws and the fucking jowl. <laughs> <laughs> You could tell how fat he is by how he talks. <laughs> like that bottom. I can't do it. We're all Midwestern here. Yeah. We're all mad here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess long story short for me, it's, um, I mean, keep keeping, I would like for you to keep me in check if I say something stupid. Right. And I, I'm a big boy. I could take it. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, if somebody says something and you don't like it, like, hey, that, that's to me, that's a that's a stupid word. Like, if if somebody says something and I don't like it, I'm like, it's, it's, like, not just don't like it, but if you're throwing this thing around and I I don't like it, I'm just gonna kind of, you know, it's not your people. Yeah, and I'm it, just gonna, eh, I'm good here. I met somebody new recently, and I was happy to meet him. They were in the neighborhood, whatever, and he just dropped this word. And I was like, oh, like I was so, and it's not that I'm so righteous because I'm not, but the way that you just spoke in front of a stranger, like, and the way that I know that's part of your vocab, it was nice meeting you. Especially a stranger. (laughs) Usually you're nice to people you don't know right off the, right off the bat. Right. Right. And that's crazy. It was a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. There's a dude at the gas station that, um, there's a car. In between us, he was waiting for that car to, I don't know, I guess his uh, tank or his whatever, whatever you want to call it, his gas hole. <laughs> his gas hole was a little further than he thought, but the the person parked in between us, he didn't have enough room to, uh, to pull up to pump gas. Yeah. And I have room. I have a little fucking Chevy Cruze. I was like, zip. Start pumping my gas. He yeah. steps out of his car. Hey, you saw me waiting here, bro. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you could come over here and take this spot if you want. I was spray like, gas right on. He's like, no, no. I'm like, okay. So, so I'm gonna pump my gas, park my car, take my daughter out of the car. We go get a snack or something. As we're as we're coming out, this guy's holding the door open for me, like not knowing it was me. And I'm like, hey, thanks, yeah. man. Thanks and just sweetheart. go to my car. Just <laughs> yeah. see you later. It sounded so much cooler when I thought about saying it, babe. <laughs> yeah. And then my daughter was like, 
Like, what was wrong with that guy? I was like, he was just having a bad day. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be an asshole to a perfect stranger, I mean, I could see when you're in a car going 70 miles an hour and they get in your lane, you're like, oh, what the yeah. fuck? Cause you almost killed you're me. gambling going, <laughs> you're right? gambling with hoping that the person next to you and in front of you is a good, is at least as good as the driver as <laughs> you at least <laughs> feels like they need to preserve their life. I yeah. could see getting a little road rage because like how Louis CK said, Oh, you made me do this. Like shook the wheel <laughs> real quick. Like, Oh, you son of a bitch. Like my reaction time is good. You piece of shit. <laughs> but, but, um, he yeah, I don't really needed this gas hole filled. Yeah. He was just in a, yeah, he was, he was a gas hole. And I told my daughter, <laughs> I told my daughter, I was like, he had a bad day. He was not having a good day. Like maybe he didn't eat. And she's right. just like, all right, and he was back on her tablet doing her math <laughs> right. problems cheating asking me what's seven times six it's like <laughs> mom what's hole? a gas hole <laughs> so yeah i mean there's been a lot of people in my life that i've kind of was a fly on the wall in a lot of situations where at first if i don't know you i kind of just you would see me and be like why does this guy look like he either wants to hug me or stab me like, i understand <laughs> my, my wife says i have rdf resting dick face <laughs> And it's not because I'm a grumpy. Everyone thinks I'm an asshole when yeah. they first meet. Everyone hates me. Like my partner at work said when she found out she had to work with me, she like was like, like crap. no crap. And then we meet. <laughs> never and met we're you. Buddies. Never not met you, but never talked to you. Never talked to me. Like, never knew you. She yeah. said I look like a like a like an asshole. Yeah, that's funny. But it's usually just an avoidance to keep lunatics away from me. I think. Yeah. I guess you know. Yeah, I think. Yeah, like I notice. I know that when I'm like in the zone working. Like I might be bopping my head to music, but underneath the mask, I'm just like dead. <laughs> I'm just dead faced. So people walk by and like look at me, and I'll just like nod my head with this dead eyed look. <laughs> this like, is the minimal. Is this guy I can cool. Like, is he gonna kill me? What's going on? But I get yeah. that. I, I don't know if that. it's a defense mechanism. I just Definitely. I'm like I can't sit there and smile all day either. I can't fake the funk. Yeah, and people who know me will come up to me. Like I'll just be like dead faced doing my job and then somebody comes up like hey what's up fucker and i'm like oh hey buddy and then I'm awake. Just, whatever I'm yeah. awake. like thanks for snapping me out of that <laughs> yeah. i was about to fucking run my head into this machine oh. real quick i got a i got a decent gig there it's not bad no Didn't i've had worse weather. jobs yeah that paid way less so <laughs> but yeah i'm um i'm happy you came down it was kind of like a hey what are you doing this friday i think like, i got a doctor's appointment and that's it yeah yeah, no and problem. I guess uh, be back to the CPL thing. Um, you you were telling me a story, yeah, about your brother, my brother. If we can, yeah. if it's all right to talk about, yeah. But um, the, the when what, I was the what's cracking, brother, yeah, yeah. The what's cracking episode, <laughs> um, yeah. When you were talking about it, I was kind of like working a little bit, and music was on, and you were kind of like further away, and I I heard that your brother was killed. Like, oh, he was dead. And I'm just like, oh, my God. This yeah. Is, I'm like, yeah. fuck. Like, in my head. And then I asked you about it again. And you're like, oh, no, no. He's fine. I'm right. Like, what? You said he was dead. And then so. It was a wild night. Yeah. It was wild. For me, just as a third-party observer, a very emotional night. But. Yeah, I bet. That, um, my brother, this was like 2014, I think. And I think it was uh, November 15th. Because I was baiting deer that day. I was throwing some carrots down. Illegal. And the next day. No, you can still bait. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> if, you could, if it wasn't, edit that 14 out. Yeah, yeah. But anyways. Whatever. 
So already signed the papers. It was a crazy day. I had my I had my cousin with me. We bait these deer. The weather's nice. We we start to come home. We're gonna go watch a movie, hang out, whatever. We come across sixty nine on Dort Highway, and at the same time, to what I thought was a tornado had crossed the highway with us on it. I thought we were going off the highway. Wow. It was it was just orange dust in front of us. We couldn't see the the hood of our car. My cousin starts freaking out. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. Like, I'm like, shut up, bitch. Like, acting like he's a punk. But really, I'm like, oh, we're flying away. We're yeah. done. You know, we're flying off this bridge. Nice we're dying. We couldn't see anything, right? So we get through this crazy, wild event. That's that's a different story. So it was just like dust and it wind. was. They called it a wall cloud. Huh. You ever heard of a wall Never. cloud or a wall front? or something? heard of wallflowers. Oh, I love wallflowers. <laughs> One headlight. Very good. Um. So whatever. So we get home. We're, you know, we're all hyped up. We're like, all right, you know, let's watch the Blues Brothers. Well, that now we had some pretty serious weather in the area now. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden we put the Blues Brothers in. It's not on for 10 minutes. And my phone starts ringing. Ringing, ringing, ringing. It's my mother. And I, eh, I kind of look at it and, I'm, and my phone's breaking up. And I hear, and there's a lot of thunder and lightning outside at this point. And I keep hearing what I thought. The phone's breaking up, but I thought I hear... Your brother just got shocked, I, which makes no sense. Shocked, like electrocuted. Shocked. Yeah, like electrocuted. And I'm like, what? And they're like, he's home alone and he just got shocked. And I'm like, are you saying shocked? Because the alternative is shot. That's yeah. it. And I'm also weighing this. And I swear they said shocked. So I start driving to his house. We load the car up, me and my cousin and my, my now wife. We start cruising the house and it hits me halfway. My brother's not shocked. You know, my, I know my brother shot. I know that's what they said, you know, Jeez. and he don't live far. So we get over there right away. We have a full car full and I come up and there's police everywhere. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It, it, it was a crazy night. But so as I approach, I can see, I can see blood everywhere, all over the outside of the house. Jeez. Like to me, it doesn't make sense because it's more blood than one human can hold like he got up and fell into the house or something. Yeah. Very, very close. Um, and this is only my take, you know, my brother could give you a better one, I guess. And, uh, but when I got there, I asked, I walked right up to the line and the police was standing there. I remember we kind of went chest to chest and he's like, hold hold on. He put his hands on the chest and I'm like, I'm, I'm his brother. I'm like, can you tell me what's going on? He's like, no, I can't tell you nothing. There's been a homicide. Mm. and that's, they're investigating it as so yeah yeah and and so i look and what i see it has to be a homicide you know and i'm like that was my brother and i and i knew my niece was there he had a baby and Jeez. so i asked the cop i'm like hey is the is the baby all right he's like i can't tell you anything and so i'm begging this guy like begging him like tell me if the baby's all right tell me if the baby's all right he won't he won't tell me nothing my wife gets involved. She's kind of a little more level-headed, talking to him, whatever, whatever. Eventually, the police bring out my niece in a Christmas dress. This is this is November when it happened. Jeez. Brings her out in a Christmas dress with tags, and the cops are like, we don't know how to take care of kids. Uh, if you want her, give us your information. You can have her. So we jotted down a bunch of information. So is this like she was wearing a... Like something new that they just a threw on her, had hung up on out. the side. Yep, they wow. just packed her in. Like we don't know what to do with kids. That's Take probably it away. heavy just to see that, and you're yeah. just like taking all this it, in. It was it was a very visual a visual moment. You know, you know, you're sitting around with the police, the lights. 
You're just taking little snapshots. Right. And you're making up your own story in your head of what happened. Jeez. So to me, in my head, my brother's gone. And I don't even know how to wrap my head around that yet. And so we, we we take the baby over to a family member's house, send her off with my wife, and me and my cousin, the one who cried because of the fake tornado, uh we decided to go to the hospital so we're gonna go to the hospital and i don't know where to park i'm a mess i'm 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 a mess i'm going 100 miles an hour down the road being irresponsible you know yeah we pull up at this parking lot but the the little gate's down i I don't know what you call it you know the (laughs) like the little arm yeah so you couldn't the arm you couldn't get into the parking lot because of the arm and i told matthew i was like get out and get rid of that gate like whatever you have to do (laughs) and he gets out and just like squats it and just shatters it just poof. they're meant to just, break yeah like, it was it was like a painted piece of two by four and he just breaks so strong. it yeah i was like dude great so we park the only car in this parking lot and we go in and i talk to this lady and i'm like you know hey i'm here for my brother i say his name and she's like we don't have anybody by that name and i'm like well i don't know like and she's like go into this room they take me into this hallway and sit me in this like little private room, a little bit like this room. And she's like, a social worker is going to come in and talk to you. I'm like a social. I don't even know how that played yeah. in. I'm just maybe for the kids sake. Like, yeah. can, can she stay with somebody tonight or right. whatever? So the social worker comes in and she's so nonchalant and she's like, um, you know, are you know, a gunshot victim, the names can't be said. So things are said back here and blah, 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 just protocol. And she's, I'm like, what's going on with my brother? You know, like, and the, I'm like, the cop said he had died. And they're like, well, he's still alive, but it's not looking good. Do you want me to pass any messages to him? And I'm like, uh, yeah, like tell him oh. that I have his daughter. Cause okay. I assume, you know, if you're at home and that happens, yeah, all you're worried about is your kid. You yeah. Know? I was like, just tell him Tim has his kid. Tell him Tim has his kid. And then she's like, okay. And then she hangs out in the room for, you know, five more minutes. I'm like, dude, I thought you said like, go tell him what I just told you to tell him. Cause I don't know what's going on. And you know, I'm a, I'm not focused. I'm a ball. I'm a wreck, yeah. you know, at this point. So time goes on and she just disappears and I don't know what's going on. I'm sitting in this room forever, 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 forever. I don't know how long that's the fuzz there is really it complicated. It could have been five minutes yeah. or an hour. Because I know I ended up seeing my brother that day, that night or morning or whatever it was. I don't know. But all of a sudden the surgeon comes out and is like, are you with the guy that was uh, shot in the arm? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> I, I know nothing. I'm like, I think my brother's dead or maybe not dead or I don't know. You know, I don't know what's going on right now. Yeah. And, uh, He's like, you know, shot in the arm, in the chest, and and then, like, the back thing. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I hope not. I don't know. And he's like, the guy with all the tattoos. I said, yes, that's him. <laughs> he's so, white, right? <laughs> right. And uh, he has a what's cracking tattoo right above his ass. <laughs> that's him. That's the guy. <laughs> that's so he tells me, like, well, you know, he was without blood for six hours, and we did this little this little experimental thing, like not crazy experiment, but he's like, I just try to like hook him up a little bit the best I could. So he has an arm, but it's not that great. And blah, 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 blah. It's like physically an arm, but it's not functioning like an arm. To me, I remember this registering (laughs) as the first moment I knew that he was laying somewhere alive. 
So I was yeah. excited and didn't give a shit about his arm. Yeah. You know, like, uh, cut it off. Give it to somebody else. I don't care. I thought he was dead most of the day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just the selfish. Right. Like, that's I'm just, is he good? Okay. Where he's alive, right. cut that shit off. Let's go. So then now I'm, I'm with my brother's wife at that point and there's detectives in and out. And I remember eventually this detective comes up to her and is like, we think we figured it out. We think we know who shot your husband. And she's like, really? Like, okay, cool. And so they ask a name of somebody we all know. And we're like, yeah. And that person happened to be standing there in the hospital. <laughs> and he looks like, what? What? Nice try, <laughs> guys. Like, supposedly they had gotten an argument weeks before, just a just a friendly argument. And yeah. the cops were were like, we nailed it. That's it's done. Guy. And we were wrapped case it, closed. Wrap it up. The fastest case known to man. So this kid is there, you know. And then right away, the, the detective's like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, back to the drawing board, I guess, or whatever, yeah. you know, whatever. Like, oh, fuck. Right. Like, <laughs> that was going to be so awesome. Like, if he started me. running, maybe he had <laughs> something. But he's just, like, shitting himself by the vending machine, like, a <laughs> It was crazy. Wow. That was a weird moment. And, uh, yeah, I'm, hell yeah. Holy so shit. When I seen him, I, I, I want to say it was, it's hard to tell. You know how memory does what memory does, but yeah, you remember it however you want to at this moment. Maybe the next morning, I don't know. At this moment is exactly how it is. It's yeah. how I'm remembering it now. But uh, I remember seeing him, and he was just just on every medicine in the world. Yeah, and he looked at me. My, bro- my brother's a tough dude. He's not a he's not an emotional guy. He's not gonna you know. He, he's a tough dude, and I, he looked at me, and he started tearing up a little bit. And he said, "Someone tried to kill me," and I'm like, "Yeah." And he goes, you know how scary that is? And I was like, no. And he goes, I've never felt fear like that in my life. And I remember I started crying. He's like, mm. I didn't. Yeah, I remember him saying, I never knew I could feel that scared. And that like chilled me because yeah. I've probably never felt that scared. You know, he, he's older. He's younger. He's younger. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's like three and a half years younger than I. Okay. But so we get him out of the hospital. That was a long recovery. Um. He he had another he had a bullet cut out of his back like eight months after it happened. Um, that was that was so close to like it was in the dermal layer of his back to where I could grab the bullet and freely spin it. I could spin it in the cavity. Why did they leave it? Because at the moment it probably would have done more damage. Potentially, they okay. said not. They said it, potentially what could have happened is the cavity could have the cavity of the bullet made could have went near the lung. And if you like depressurize that cavity, you're risking there's a minute chance the lung could do a, like a collapse or something. And this is just me talking. I'm not sure, but there's, there's some chance the lung could collapse. So they want that cavity the bullet traveled in mm. to just scar all up. I got you. And then they'll they'll mess with the pressure. That way, they, it's like plugging the hose and then just taking it off, unscrewing the nozzle yeah. instead of trying to exactly. unscrew it when exactly. the hose is on. <laughs> when they cut that out, speaking of which, when they cut that bullet out, it was eight months later, I believe. They, they pinched it and just cut it and popped it like a like a zit and it was like pink pink and just felt it just and stitch stitch and did he and keep that. it? He he asked the doctor, "Can I keep it?" And they're like, "Yeah." And then the the cops were like, "That's ours. We need that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that we'll be taking that." And that's the last I ever seen the bullet. But did um, they say what he got shot by? Like what caliber? Well, it it was large. It yeah. was very large. Fortunately, and probably unfortunately, it was a giant just wad cutter lead round that oh, didn't wow. mu- barely mushroomed. There was a small, you could tell on the nose, a, 
little glance it took. Like it chipped a rib or something exactly. on the way just in or something. something little, but it just stayed like Weird. this perfect little missile. I mean, it, it was a hefty bullet too. I, I mean, I don't know, maybe a, a nice size, like 357 wad cutter Like type. a revolver? Yeah. Because I think they use those I types th- of rounds in a revolver. I think, yeah, most. I pretty sure it was a revolver there's no casings yeah. i don't believe yeah because they don't feed well in a semi-auto when you have a just a lead nosed whatever right yeah yeah it picks up on everything yeah yeah <clears throat> um whatever it was it was huge and uh probably 44 or something like that could have been i mean just the looks at looks of it was huge i don't I, you know i honestly don't know how many times he was shot he has so many wounds yeah. but they're all really close and thing was just probably hitting tumbling and ripping yeah. in and out and his his story on what happened was so we had that really bad storm that comes into play here oh yeah yeah and so the storm is blown out there blowing blows all the electricity goes out you know there's no power he had just started renting this house recently brand new house they kind of moved in not brand new house but brand new to them mm-hmm. kind of moved in all's good well he thought he heard his garbage cans blowing around in the driveway hitting the house so he ran out the front door. He wouldn't go to the back door because the back door, suspiciously, I might add, had like 50 locks all the way. It looked like a joke, like lock, mm. lock, 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 lock. So he goes to the side or he goes through the front door, looks out, you know, maybe see his trash cans or whatever. And there's a dude just kicking his back door and the one with all the locks. Boom, oh, boom, fuck. boom. So he says he looks at the guy and he's like, he's not that big. Like, I'll square up with this dude, you know. <laughs> So he said he reached in and grabbed a baseball bat and he reached back out and smacked the baseball bat upside the side of the house. And he was like, what the fuck are you doing? He said, the dude squared up to him. Now at this point, I think my brother said he got down off the porch. So they were eye to eye. And then he said, he just seen his hand, never seen the guy. Couldn't, hmm. couldn't describe anything about the guy. Nothing. Hmm. But said he's seen mo- motion and then flashes going off. And then he said, he just was, he knew he was hit. He said he could he couldn't feel pain, but he could feel himself like going out. Something was happening. Something was happening to yeah. him. Yeah, you know. And uh, he said the guy walked right up to him and stood over him. And my brother said he just played dead. And then the guy walked a few steps and then sprinted away. So my brother probably shit himself. Probably, probably realized what the hell yeah. he did and was like, "Fuck, I gotta go." My brother says he pops up and doesn't know what's going on. Like, Jeez. adrenaline. He's like, was "What just- is going on?" And then he hears water or fluid being sprayed. And he said his oh, first, like, fuck. man, that guy shot into my kitchen. Thought he shot a pipe. But what it was was he, he shot him here in the forearm. And like right just, above where, where your wristwatch would be? Right, right above the watch. And it went right through the bone this way and just pulverized it all the way down. Oh, wow. So it didn't, it didn't you know, run through the bone. Like, I guess, perpendicular. Just parallel through it. Destroyed it. Was it was just drilled through it. Right through it. Right through the back of the arm. Oh, my God. Rip, rip like, it, it just jacked There was nothing up. there from there to his took, elbow, probably. It was took, just, an, took an artery out. And that artery is where yeah. all the where all the, 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 the problem and lies. squirting sounds yeah. were coming from. It was the back of his arm spraying blood. And he didn't know it. Whoa. Because that nothing was, was hitting him, I guess. So I'll show you some adrenaline and the heart's probably like, Hey, we need more blood here. Right. So he runs in. Here's, um, you can swipe a few. This is his text. So there's no, which way 
anyway, just go the way. If you go the wrong way, you'll know. I don't want to see a dick. Oh, man. Yeah, it looks like it was hollowed out, like his arm was hollowed out. Yeah, that, that incision they made there was so they could splay his arm open and vacuum it all out, essentially. Jeez, that's probably like a nine-inch scar, at that's least. That's a gnarly scar. That's a gnarly that's scar. Big. Oh, wow. Wait, there's two? Well, I don't know how many there is. I mean, there and another this one. This one's on the inside of his arm. Yeah. And then there's one on the outside of his arm. Right. Which it yeah. looked like, like when you're butterflying of chicken breast, but going all the way through, all the way just through. opening they, it up. They, they splayed the whole arm open, opened it wide. Yeah, you so can see where it came it out. out. Yep. That's an exit wound there. So we also had one. Oh, boy. Went in here ish. Wow. And wrap the rib cage and stop in the in the back. That's the one. So it rode the ca- like the rib yeah. cage around. Yeah, wow. I, I guess. Yeah. Thank God for a rib cage. Fuck, because right. that's right where the heart. Yep. Ish would be. Yeah, that's what I when I seen the surgeon. He's like he was shot in the chest, and I'm like, no. He goes, that one didn't bother him. And I'm like, he said it was the one on the arm. Wow, that's the one that almost took him out. But so he says he jumps up, and he's like. He realized he's, he's shot finally. And he's like, I want to see my daughter. He had just put his daughter to bed. And he's like, I want to see my daughter. So he, you, I can watch. I seen this, you know, no one cleans up crime scenes no. when you rent. It's, it's up to someone no, else. No, you so. have to, if you're the owner of the house and you get blasted and your brains are all over yeah. the wall. <laughs> Not their problem. Yeah. We're just picking up this body right. and whatever we can, we're out. So I can see the trail of everywhere he went. I can see where he walked in the house and he walked right to his daughter's door. And then he said, he decided she can't see me. Mm. And then he knew that he was dying. So he decided in his head that he wanted to, to get a far away from the house in case something else happened. You know, I don't know what's going through his brain. Yeah. Who knows? Well, who knows? You, yeah. All you're thinking about is your daughter at this point. If you're bleeding that way, I was, so think who I was ended dying. up calling the cops? Well, he attempted to call somebody. But the the amount he had a touchscreen, you know, an iPhone, mm-hmm. and the amount of blood that was everywhere, the iPhone wouldn't work. I believe he ended up getting a hold of just mashing his screen, and he said he had one percent, and he was mashing his screen and got a hold of his wife's coworker or something, just because that's who the phone called, and he said, "Please Jeez. call Brittany and tell her," you know, and so then that she, you know, got that message along, but uh, he ended up making it back to the porch. And that's where you could see where he stopped. Like he couldn't go any farther. Cause when you, when you show up the porch, the first thing you see, and you see an outline, the only place with no blood is where he was laying kind of strewn across, Wow, you know, it was wild. And, uh, thankfully that surgeon there was a boss. <clears throat> he was the you know? tits, man. Yeah. He was, he was such a nerd too. He was a guy. That's make. what you want. And he showed up like, man, I don't care. Was he about like Indian product. or something? No, no. Oh. He was like, uh, <laughs> have made it a little bit better. <laughs> a, a regular Dungeons and Dragons player. Yeah. But he was the man, man. I've seen him on, I've seen this guy on a billboard before. <laughs> so I know he's something. Yeah. He's, he was just happened to be there that yeah. night. It could have been somebody else. He was a bad dude. That's just crazy. How like all the things that happened, everything in your life, all the lives before yours, everything in history, and then, you know what I mean? Like all the little stupid little things that could have went yeah. wrong where he could have died or worse, you know, who knows? Yeah. 1% battery mashing. He acts, you know, he got a hold, got of, somebody. A hold of somebody and they were, had the wherewithal to be like, okay, he's, you know, he's not fucking around. Let me call this right. person. And then, but when I, th- when I hear stories like this of a miraculous recovery or, 
you know, just missed by that much. I think of everything that happened before this, like everything, yeah, a tiny, like Reagan, if he didn't get shot, maybe oh, your brother would have, right. you know what I mean? Like yep. the butterfly effect situation. Yep. And I don't know. That's just how my brain works where I'm, I don't know. I guess if, if I could weird. wish and I could never speak for him, but, and maybe adding this isn't good, but I just, I, maybe I wish I, I had, I, I wish my brother had a gun, you know, yeah. what if, what if that fixed the situation? Maybe not. Yeah, because we were kind of talking about how, like, you showed me a video before this, which should have at least three million views on YouTube. I think it has seven, maybe. Well, eight tonight. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> You're going to have to send it to me, and I'll just put it on a loop, and we'll get it up. <laughs> It'll be we'll monetized, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> you can have whatever you want. I own the rights to that dick pic. But, dude, that was a fucking leg hanging off that guy's balls. It's like, I don't know. That was like a magic trick. But anyways... um. Yeah, so he, shortly after that, he's shooting a gun. I mean, not shortly, not like the next day. You're talking probably months of recovery. It was, you know, I can't remember exactly, but it was months. And I just I just decided, you know, look, let's go out and shoot guns. I don't know why it made sense. It's this thing that, it wasn't even the thing that scared you. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, like if you get into a car accident, it's not. It's not, you know, some people are like, oh, I'm scared to drive now in the rain because last time. Sure, yeah, your you body know, is having a reflex. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of like that too, where it, it's different. You know, a person was in control of this weapon and it did what it did and everything happened and he's, you know, he's alive. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, maybe what you did, you want to shoot a gun? Right. Like, I don't know how, how, how many guns he shot or if it was even he ever shot a gun before that or whatever. Yeah. I, I just figured there was a visceral attachment to, like you said, the intent of that person, mm. the flash, the bang. There was, there was deep cuts that were made to anybody's psychology that night, yeah. you know? And, and when I like, I remember teasing it with him, like, would you shoot? You want to go shoot? And he's like, let's go shoot. And I, I thought it was cool to see him shoot. And I took a bunch of like, kind of secret video and recorded a few things. That's when I chopped together that terrible eight view hey, video. <laughs> dude, it was great. <laughs> like if it, if all you heard in the background was just to eat like an American Eagle, like, <laughs> like just for three minutes, that's perfect. Like, oh man, it was pretty American. A little of, it was obnoxious, but that's American. That was the intention. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. But yeah, I mean, you know, he, you know, I don't know. That's a weird thing. You know what I mean? Like he could have, he could have totally been on another side. Like that's a very thin edge where he could have been like anything could have just set him off and brought him back to that moment. Well, like you said, like some type, some sort of PTSD. Well, you know? there's, I mean, you know, he was, he wasn't sleeping well, but who would, what normal person Dude, would, that would take you know, a long time it, to recover it, it takes your, mentally. It takes your home away, takes your trust away from anybody, security, everything like, you know, how almost like, I don't want to say it humbled you. That's, that's different. You get your ass kicked. There's levels to stuff where you think you're the baddest dude. And then there's a guy that's badder. It just, that's how it is. But anybody could shoot a gun. Yep. It doesn't matter. The biggest moron in the world could, could take you out anytime. So it's not even like a, like, Oh, morality check or not morality check, but like a, like a, what is that called? Reality? No. (laughs) Well, yeah, that too. But, um, you're what you call it the thing inside you that's just an, your not your arrogance but uh 
Your ego. Your ego. That's it. That's not really, you know what I mean? It's oh, yeah. like you get your ass kicked and you get humbled a little bit. Yeah. No, you get shot by a fucking idiot. Yeah. Who, where does that go in, in your fucking filing cabinet? What, like, what does it make you think about the rest of the world? Yeah. You know? That's yeah. just, that's like, that doesn't make you like, yeah, you know, like it could have been worse. I'm happy to be alive. And then you just, then, yeah. No, for it the, suck. This guy ruined my arm yeah. for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, my brother has, you know terrible issues with his arm now yeah you know it was it's 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 cool that he's here yeah and that's great but he has to live i can just say he has terrible issues with the arm but he's been lugging that thing around all these years and every know? time he tries to do something with it or every time it yeah, a little just, weird feeling it's just the fucking guy yep why my house why me right it's like it's almost like there's some almost like some kind of guilt involved in not blaming yourself, but why this dude came to my place? Like he could have went to any other place, right. and it could have been. If you start playing, you will go mad playing those snares. Yeah, I and I'm assume. sure he's had. I'm sure he's probably yeah. went through them. Right. He said a lot of time when you're sitting there in, in a bed or recovering, and you're just quiet, oh, man. I have going a, over have, shit over and over again. I, I'll tell this story, <clears throat> and I'm sure he'll be cool with it. But when he was when he was recovering, he stayed with me for a while. He got back on his feet, got a new place real quick. We moved him out of that other place. He got a new place real quick. and But he stayed with me for a little bit. And the the drug routine he was on coming mm-hmm. home from the hospital was intense. It was all the big names, and every 12 hours they would overlap. So he was taking, like, the hard stuff, you know, like twice a day, all at the same time. And I remember one time we were sitting there, we were talking about it, and he, we were just talking about the situation and how he's doing. And he was getting slightly emotional, but I could tell the drugs were really messing with him. Mm. And he looks at me and he's getting a little emotional. Like, I don't understand why it was happened and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and my brother looks at me and goes, and I don't mean to disrespect you, but I've never liked peas, Tim. And I just don't eat peas. And I know you like peas. <laughs> and I was like, peas. And I looked at him and he looked at me and he goes, what the hell am I talking about? And I'm like, I'm not sure. And he goes, these things got me messed up. Dude. He was talking about how much he hated peas all of a sudden. But <laughs> yeah, the mean, drugs, that was, bro. That was a huge process. You know, that was a, uh, I'll keep knocking that down over and over yeah, again. Go ahead, man. As long as the lid's on, you can knock <laughs> yeah. it, whatever you want over. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, I mean, I, I can't compare to that, but I've, I've had a ambivocal hernia surgery done where he did too, actually, where it's like right above the belly button hole. There was like a small, I guess from body, like body development class. And when I was a senior, I must've tore something over time and my, whatever was starting to come like bulge out. Yeah. So like, it was like a ball and I could push it in. I could push it in and it would come back out slowly. I was like, this is uncomfortable. It doesn't hurt. It's just weird. You want to feel my spleen? (laughs) They pretty much. Yeah. Stick your finger in there. Nice and deep. (laughs) But what, what their um, resolve was, Cut it open. They put pretty much an umbrella in there oh, and like opened a, it. Like a mesh? Yeah. And then wall? And then just sutured it back up. Awesome. And it's still there? Yeah, I think so. Sometimes I feel it pinch or if it, like my belt buckle is hitting in a weird spot, like on my belly button. Yeah. It's almost like a, like I could, it's like, all right, that's not, it doesn't feel cool. Really? You know? Yeah. It's weird. Oh, that's cool. But they gave me drugs. Like yeah. I woke up, like I go in there. This is kind of like, I can only remember the time frame because it was when Michael Jackson was having his uh, funeral. 
<laughs> so on every TV everywhere, it's Michael Jackson riding riding his last ride, you know, really? on, on the hearse. And I'm in my head. I'm like, who gives a fuck? No, like, I'm going to get cut. Talk about Jackson like that. <laughs> you know, no, no disrespect, but. I'm sorry. When I'm like about to get cut open, I don't know if I'm allergic to whatever anesthesia they're giving me. I've never been cut open. Oh, before. was this your first like yeah. operation? Yeah, okay. it's first time everyone, anyone was inside me. <laughs> Doubt. Doubt. Wink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I guess I could get into the story a little bit. I don't want to take any light away from what you were saying because it was probably traumatic and crazy for everybody involved. But my story is stupid <laughs> compared to this. I got a fun after surgery <laughs> story too. So and let's hear it. So they come in, they give me a, something to, so when I do get the anesthesia put in or whatever, it reacts fast. And okay. they're like, oh, well, we have to like shave the area. And I'm like, oh, it's my stomach. They're like, are you a hairy guy? I'm like, no. Just super ripped. So they brought in this, yeah, just shredded, bro. <laughs> no, I was, I was a little loose in the cage. But <laughs> And um, so like, all right, we'll send like a nurse to come in and, you know, clean up a little bit back or down there. And it's a, it's a gay black dude. Nice. And I'm like, he knows what to do. Hey, <laughs> he shaves it. When in Rome. I'm guessing he shaves his stomach <laughs> and he's, he's like shaving me. It's just a fucking generic ass razor. Yep, yellow. And it's just like <laughs> dipped into some lubricant water, like soapy water. And he's just he's spitting on your stomach. <laughs> yeah. He's spitting and rubbing it and looking at me <laughs> winking. And. He keeps pulling my, um, like the front of my, whatever the fuck I was wearing down. And I'm like, they're cutting my stomach, right? Like I, I told right, I physically like, told them they're not cutting like, that. We're good right here. Right. <laughs> yeah. So why are you shaving my fucking pubes? Right. <laughs> I get it. I, it's been a minute since I <laughs> tamed the hedges. Why are both my balls in your hands. <laughs> why are you smug? Right, anyways. <laughs> so he does this thing and I had to piss real bad. So I went peed, come uh -huh, back. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I got to fart so bad, but I know my luck. Like I got to fart. I'm look, I, like, if this was me anywhere else, I would be like, perfect time. Somebody would come and be like, Oh, hello there. And then just <laughs> smelled like dead bodies yeah. in there. And I'm like, I'll just hold it. I'm sure they'll give me another chance to go to the bathroom. No, they wheel me into oh, this no. weird, creepy hallway and it was loaded. cold. And like they, they I have my little band on. They're like, Oh, so what's your name? The nurse is holding it up. And I'm like, it's right there. And they're like, no, we want you to tell us what your name is. I'm like, oh, my name is John Gino. Oh, what's your birthday? Blah, blah, blah. And then at the corner of my eye, I see this little sneaky short bitch do something with my IV. And I look over and I give her this weird look. And I'm like, ooh, lights out. Like something's happening. <laughs> and they wheel me into this room now and it's freezing cold in there. And I just seen like a big steel table with like a donut where my head would go. Okay. And they're like, hey, do you think you can help us? you know, move yourself over. And I'm like, yeah, done. And that was it done. So in my head now, after I wake up and they're like, Oh, how are you feeling? Like, it feels like somebody hit me with a barbed wire wrapped baseball bat in my stomach. Right. And they're like, okay. And they do something and I pass back out. But all I could think about when I came to was I had to sh fucking fart so hard. <laughs> Am I still holding <laughs> that? This, no, I was fine afterwards. I didn't have to fart, but I could just imagine me falling over onto this thing and they're like scalpel. And as soon as they couldn't, it's just like, it's like the biggest fart. I should have let it go. <laughs> so whoever the doctor was, you deserve it. Cause you oh. fucking cut me open. I fart in your mouth. <laughs> like that's just the rule. Dude, but I, they gave me Vicodin. Yeah. And, 
I never really took drugs. I'm not, I'm like drug sensitive, I guess you could say. And I don't like taking them. It's just, I'd rather feel the pain and know it hurts than mask it and make it worse later. I agree. If you feel the pain fading over time. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, let me just not do that again. And all I remember is just playing video games and I would pop a few of these things and then I would be playing video games and I've never fell asleep playing video games. And I'm like, yeah. I don't like this. Yeah, those are that's any opiate. I hate it. I took them for maybe a week. Yeah, but I will say, when I got my wisdom teeth taken out, whatever drugs they gave me helped a lot. <laughs> I so well, let me go into. I got my I got my wisdom teeth taken out a few years back. It's the first and only operation. It's not an operation, but the, that's the, pretty close. The heaviest medical thing I've ever had done to me. Well, good for you. And they were like, you can go out or you can't go out. And I was like, ah, oh, put me out. You know, whatever. Mm. We'll, we'll try it. I've never done anything. So my, I had met my surgeon a few times before this and the guy was hilarious and me and him kind of hit it off pretty well. And this, this guy was hilarious. Right. And understand he's like this male model type. I didn't want anywhere near my wife. Like this guy is a gorgeous surgeon of a man and he's hilarious. I'm like, don't fucking come back here. You look at this guy. He's going like, to come home. Pregnant. Yeah. And he can just put me down anytime he wants with drugs. Like, don't, don't even look at this guy. See how much of a pussy. He right. is. <laughs> So he also shaved my belly, but it was just a wisdom tooth thing. I don't know why. <laughs> anyway. What a freak. Anyway, this guy's like, he puts an IV in, first IV I'd ever had. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And then he's like, you've never had an IV, nothing. So he's like kind of bullshitting. And he's like, all right, I'm going to put something in the IV. And he starts putting somehow this jar or something. And he's squeezing it in the IV. And he looks over at me and he goes, oh, shit. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, shit. He goes, we ran out of the medicine. He's like, we can't do it. And I went, (laughs) and slammed. And I seen a big smile on his face. Last thing I remember. So when I wake up, this is like a, like a Tarantino movie here. When I thought I woke up, I woke up and looked in the corner of the room and there's my, my girlfriend at the time, now wife. And she's like, like, Hey babe, you know? And I remember being happy to see her. The nurse comes in and she's like telling me some stuff. I tell the nurse and the nurse is like, are you ready to go home? This is what I remember. The nurse says, are you ready to go home? I'm like, I'm ready, but I can't find my glasses and I can't drive without my glasses. And she's like, oh no, she's like, you're not driving. I'm like, oh no, I'm good. And I'm like, the only one problem is I'm seeing double vision, like really bad. I remember this perfectly. If I had my glasses, everything would be okay. So I tell the nurse... I tell the nurse, I said, I just need my glasses. If you give me my glasses, I can drive out of here. And she's like, not even wasting her time arguing. Like, <laughs> ignore this idiot. Talking to my wife. Finally, my wife's like, shut about, shut up about your glasses. They're on your head. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to prove every bitch in this room wrong. So I put my glasses down, double vision, just as bad. And I was like, Jay, the nurse was right. You're driving. It, I <laughs> I still see double vision real bad. So that's my recollection. Nothing funny. My wife says that when she came in that room, I was already awake. I have no recollection of this. And supposedly I'm a little embarrassed to say this, but supposedly she was giving, the nurse was giving me like care directions and realized I wasn't taking anything in. (laughs) You're just like dirt. And so she turned to my wife and said, no smoking, no sucking, no nothing. And I guess, and this is my wife's story, not mine. I said, wait a minute. 
And I was like, did you say I couldn't suck anything? <laughs> and the nurse is like, yes, yes. And I'm like, can, and the, again, this is not my memory. This is my wife's. I was like, can my wife suck anything? <laughs> and the nurse says, honey, you had the operation. Your wife can do anything she wants. And I'm like, so you're saying my wife can suck stuff? Can you and write I that said, down can I suck. get that written down? And my wife no was way. like, Tim, sit down, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I wish I remembered that. Oh, that is so I funny, wish I remembered dude. that, but I have no, my recollection was just the double vision thing. Oh my gosh. I was, I was thinking that. Like, can you get, can I get this <laughs> <Yeah>. in writing? <laughs> oh, that's great. It's first and only time. Any, the, the only medical thing I've ever had, and it was a blast. It was a blast. Wow. But they, they too, they gave me Vicodin. And I remember that that surgeon was like, just stay blasted on them and eventually the pain will go away. And I did that for like three days and then I, you could feel the, just not the medium term effect yeah, yeah. of that Viking. And you're like, I do not like this feeling. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I don't, I'm, I'm drug sensitive when they gave me, when I had to do, um, like whatchamacallit, uh, not recovery, but, uh, physical, physical therapy, therapy on my shoulder. Like I had something going on with my left shoulder and they're like, Oh, are you left-handed? I'm like, no, I'm like, well, that's weird. I'm like, I don't know. It just, it sucks sometimes. <laughs> like that's all, but it just happened to be more, it sucked more and more. And I'm like, all right, something's up. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, just take these, uh, ibuprofen. And I'm like, just I'm such an pain. idiot. I'm just like, so what, what is it for? It's like, Oh, it just helps with the pain. I'm like, what about fixing it? Yeah. No, you live with that now. Just, yeah. Just take, take this three times a day, whether it hurts or not. I'm like, okay. That's not a fix. I still have them up there expired somewhere in my fucking wherever right. my medicine is like now. And I told the, do- I told the, the doctor, I'm like, I'd rather have it hurt and know that I can't do this. than take something and drug myself and then fuck it up even more. But then babying the shoulder caused like my trap muscle to be like tender Right. Like right next to your neck where your trap connects, if you pushed on that, I would wince really? because of how much I was babying that. What'd you do? Do you tear something in there? I, no, it was just irritated. Really? <clears throat> it was just from over. It was not really even overworked. It was just not recovering enough. Yeah. So I, maybe because I was on third shift and I wasn't sleeping good and my diet kind of sucked. Was your left? It was my left were shoulder. You, were you a driver? No. Okay. It was, I was... Uh, the, the, the way my workstation was set up, I was always in the same spot, pulling something out from the left, making the box and processing right from the left. Yeah. So it'd go from a low grab to right. a, like at my face level. So, um, it was, it was a tendon that went from my shoulder down to my bicep into my elbow. Okay. And like my elbow hurt Ooh. and that's where it started. I'm like, Oh, like tennis elbow. And they're like, Hey, take this drug. And I'm like no yeah i was like let me just whatever and then eventually it was my shoulder and i was it was just all connected like your shoulders connect to your elbow and i guess everything's connected right (laughs) and it was just you know uncomfortable and the second turn that i had with the shoulder was like right where your shoulder drops off there's like a soft tissue okay and it's almost like a like a liquid filled little sack that helps um, the bones from touching each other or right. the, whatever the muscle Cushion and guiding. Yeah. Sure. So it's almost like what, what was happening to my shoulder was if you had a piece of string rubbing it on the edge of a, a table, eventually oh. it starts to fray and then eventually it's going to snap. But this is, you know, it affects me now rarely. Yeah. And I think it's just inflammation. 
did physical therapy I, help it, you? it helped with making it stronger. Like, you know, cause you're just working it out. I work it out for a half an hour. They massage it, electrocute it and freeze it for another half hour. Okay. And when I get out of there, it's fucking blasted. It's taped. So I can't move it after, you know, past a certain position. And then I went right to work and I'm like, oh. this is not working. Like I can't do this. Yeah. Like this is, it's fucking blast. It's gone. It's like just blowing out your left shoulder uh, with a workout Yeah. and then taping it all up, icing it, freezing it. And oh. then, all right, now go to your, do your job like normal. I'm like, I can't hand. do yeah. this. And then I just took off and watched, uh, the whole series of Vikings. That's what I did for my time off. <laughs> and it fixed it. The Vikings And then fixed towards it. the end, I was bored to death, and I ended up building a wishing well for my mother-in-law <laughs> for Christmas. I'm like, I'm bored. You got to shoot stem cells in it, man. Dude, I wish I had the money for that. I don't know how much it costs. Yeah, I, I don't either, but I think it'll be available. Dude, eventually. Hopefully when we're it. old, they'll just be jamming stem cells you're just gonna be every, instead of taking shots of liquor you're gonna be like hey i got some special stem cells <laughs> that i got, found them on ebay from some ukrainian this. <laughs> from some ukrainian guy wearing a <laughs> snowboarding suit oh that's funny but yeah um yeah dude i i when it comes to drugs like pharmaceutical drugs my dad was the same way i don't know if i just get it from watching him but yeah even my dad was like that like his grandpa when he would complain about his headache his grandpa would just like jab at him with his cane like how does your head hurt when this <laughs> hard skulls wrapped around it he's yeah. like all right leave me alone <laughs> it's not that bad because <laughs> they had a d- different time back then yeah there was no complaining like yeah like no there's for the amount of time you just complained you could have been doing something else <laughs> <laughs> like that's how they thought and man the t- stories i wish my dad was i that would be my number one guess, I think, if I if my dad was still around. Jesus, I would. When did he leave the old country? Um, At what he, age was he? <clears throat> Let's see the math. He was born in forty four, towards the end of World War Two, February. So, well, no, I think right before it it ended. Because so I think it ended. Is it forty five or forty four? I think forty five is the official, but forty four it was. Yeah. yeah. So his father passed away when he was three months old. So his father passed away. Um, like May of 44-ish, somewhere around okay. there. So he grew up without a father. Um, But yeah, he, he came over uh, 64. Okay. So 20 years. Yeah. 20 years old, 21-ish. Wow. And then worked for a year and sent out for his wife and his mother. And that's they came a, over. That's a brave young man at 20. Think about what you're doing oh, dude, at 20. He was a hustler. That's a brave young man I was at 20 years old. fucking idiot. I'm yeah. still kind of pretty dumb. I haven't even figured out wiping my own ass yet. And this dude, why does like, this hurt so much? I'm moving to a better country for my family, and yeah. it makes it work. Imagine that. And, but every family has that story. I know, but it's but pretty cool. If, but we were born into this. We were lucky that we were. Maybe some on some weren't lucky born born on this patch of dirt, or whatever. But I'm lucky. Yeah, my dad busted his ass like. I'll, like that's all he knew right um but yeah they came over in 44 or he came sorry he came over in 64 and then 65 sent out for my mom and uh grandma and then he really? moved right to the bronx and that's where he started oh really yeah i'm oh. pretty sure it was the bronx yeah but imagine being here in like the same year around the same time that jfk was assassinated 63 was it 63 63 
1963. I'm final answer. All right. Regis. I'm going JFK assassination assassination game. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, man, I'm a terrible speller. Ass ass. Yeah, ass, I remember ass. that. A nation. Not car. 61? This no, oh, this was in 60. No. no. 63. Tell me, Google. Everybody bear with me. I'm the worst typer. Did I ever tell you that I was right. actually 63? You're you're on it. Yeah. So he came a year, pretty much a year after he was assassinated. So he's coming at a time where turbulent time in the country. Yeah, that was yeah. a wild time. I remember my grandma telling me about in New York too. Yeah. And um, sorry, let me kick that TV on so you can see what I'm seeing. Yeah. Magic. Just imagine showing this to somebody that was uh born in 44 oh, here's all the information you've ever wondered yeah do you second. have a question yeah. no more asking the yeah, bartender we're done with that you remember how they said you couldn't take a calculator anywhere <laughs> they were idiots now we can calculate how long we'll live by doing a dna test <laughs> and seeing what oh yeah you could do it that stuff's crazy i'm not doing it i'm not letting the government I'm, make my stem cells they could suck on my stem cells <laughs> <laughs> they, like to me i'm one of those people where they're like um Oh, they're spying on you. And I'm like, they're going to be bored watching me. Yeah, I agree. Rub one out to some stupid porn while I'm watching YouTube videos about stupid shit. Right. Yeah. I'd like to think all the porn I look at is tasteful. Yeah. I I don't know about that, but you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't look you in the eyes. When you look to the left, I'm just saying back and to the left. Uh, uh, speaking Sorry, of no that. disrespect, JFK. <laughs> Sorry, JFK. Let me remove this. Um, yeah, my yeah, my internet uh, search history on this computer. Whew, that's, oh no, it's okay. Don't, I don't explain yourself. This computer, I'm telling you. What's that one say? Uh, Instagram. Gay shaving men. <laughs> That's weird. What kick, is that about? Kick me in the balls. Gov. <laughs> Get your weight up. <laughs> Dude, I looked that up on my phone. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Buy it right I'm now. Thinking about it. Get your weight up. Get your weight up. <laughs> hey, Grandma, what you doing? You hit GoDaddy real quick. Oh man. Um. But yeah, the country. Uh, the country. The stories my dad told me from the old country. I. I could tell you them, but they're like when my dad tells you a story, and he's like, "Sit down." And he he's stands the storyteller. up. I and love he's that. Like, like he's like a witch just brewing yeah, this fucking yeah, thing. Awesome. And I'm just we're like that's as as a kid growing up, we'd go over some random Albanian person's house, and I'm just like fuck. Like I had to go with him. Let's say all I would do is be quiet, just w- watch my dad. I don't even give a shit what these people are saying. Yeah, most of the time they're not even talking. They're just like yes, more, more <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, and he's just. Like he's he doesn't he doesn't sit in a couch he sits on the edge, like all the weight like I'm coming at you with yeah. the story like here's the weight so of the story he was personality yeah he was but he was such a good dude too, and he would he would tell me that he would take trips to Europe be, you know quite quite a few times before they pa- before he passed I'd say like the last ten years of his life more so like around there yeah or he would leave for the summer oh like, really. Here's the keys to everything. I'm going to Europe. Don't just, fuck it up. No way. And cool. he would he would go and you know, I would like when he lived with me in the apartment in Flushing, he he was like, Pay my rent, everything else is taken care of. 
you got it nice i have a whole place to myself in the with my girlfriend who's now my wife that was probably one of the best summers really too. cool and he would he would uh he told me a story that somebody was like ragging on him and they're like don't don't talk bad about him he's like a saint to my dad you know like friends and relatives and the one guy who was ragging on my dad he was kind of tipsy and he's like oh yeah he whatever whatever just talking bullshit leaning back in this uh one of those plastic lawn chairs and it snapped and it like it created like a knife that went into his Achilles tendon and hit an artery. Really? And he almost died. The dude? <laughs> the dude. The other dude? Talking shit to my dad. I hope your dad <laughs> told him what was up. And, Say um, it again. Yeah. <laughs> and he, you know, my dad kind of was like, you know, after the fact, obviously they tended to him. He got fixed up, whatever. And they were like, we told you. Like we told <laughs> a saint, damn like it. he just happened to be there at the right. You know what I mean? But Crazy. he was, I'm telling you, anybody that's ever met him out of any of my friends were like, dude, your dad's the shit. Really? Yeah. He was the star of the show. Oh dude. He cool. was awesome. It's, especially if you get him in the mood, but can you tell us a story? Like a ghost story? Did you ever get to drink with him? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh nice, yeah. Nice. Yeah. He was, he was 70 when he passed, which okay. is, he would have been, um, 70, 76 today. No, but you know, like June. Okay, cool. Twenty second. Well, I didn't mean to. Or sorry, was it July twenty second? Yeah, yeah, July twenty second. He passed. Um, but yeah, he dude, he was he was the shit, man. He was so cool. That is cool. Like he would be. I would. I would love for him to just like sit him in a chair. More story. Talk to him for ten hours, and then just just fucking send it. My my wife and I were just talking about maybe not anything similar, but I I've never. My dad passed when I was like one ish. Mm. I've never seen. I've seen pictures of my dad, but I've never seen him move. I've always, I've always said, if I could have one thing, it'd be a video just mm. to see him, like his cadence. Yeah, just anything. Language. I just wanted to see him move. Yeah. You know, and my, my dad was nineteen when he died. He was, he was a young boy. He died in the military, and uh, he was young. You know, he was a young Vietnam? young man. No, 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 no. It was, it was an accident. He was just in the military. Oh, that sucks. A, a vehicle accident. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that there's something about missing a dad. Now you're you're missing him towards the end of life, mm. but there's something about missing it towards the beginning of life that creates this, it's kind this of curiosity void. Yeah, you hold on to it a lot when you're young. You revisit it when you're old. And with me, it's probably the most interesting thing that ever happened to me is like I finally gave up on it. I thought I found my family one time. Can I, I ask you something before yeah. you get into it? Were you <clears throat> as a kid kind of seeing a, another? boy or whatever like hugging their dad and be like fuck you like you got something almost like they did something that you didn't so they deserve him and I, you just didn't have that i felt it wasn't a fuck you it was me and you will never be the same mm. and, and that's not right for me to say but it, to me i looked at like kids who like love their dad as soft or coddled mm. like oh yeah you need a dad pansy fucking puss. Uh, yeah so like, it was kind of like a fuck you or something so like it that. was it was a negative thought i had yeah like, oh yeah that guy's a wuss he needs a dad you know not, or, not like people that see somebody that's been working their fucking balls off their whole life and finally catches a break and they're just in a bad spot yeah and they blame you yep instead yep. of like you know what i mean like i didn't know if that was something that r- resonated with you there was there was something i mean when, when you're a kid there's a million different phases is exactly what it phases you would yeah. go through to like i want to know my dad and blah 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 but 
the coolest thing in the world that happened is one day I was laying in bed with my, I believe she's my fiance at the time. And she's like, there's this guy on Facebook saying he wants to talk. To, I didn't, I don't have social media done. Didn't don't whatever. And saying he wants to still talk don't. to you. Yeah. Still don't. And I would be pointless on social media, but she's like, she said, he's saying he's your dad's brother. And I'm like, I, I've looked for my dad's family before and thought I found a family that fit all the descriptions of me and this family, like conversed for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm talking to my dad's family. And then they eventually like three days into this conversation, tell me, well, he's still alive. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's still alive. My dad's dead. And they're like, totally wrong family with all the right names. Oh my you know, God. so it like broke my heart. So I swore <laughs> oh it off. God. I swore it off. Oh my God. So then when my wife's like, this dude's saying, he's, <laughs> how I was long like, did that go for three days? Oh, you did say that three days. days. Yeah. And so you were probably like, Oh my God, like ramping up and shit in the same town with the same names with the, it was, it was eerie. Wow. It was eerie. Right. So long story short, what a mind job. A few years after that, this guy's on Facebook attempting to, uh, you know, like contact my wife about me. And I remember going, tell them they don't want nothing to do with me. Like, I don't want to like cause no stress. It wasn't a thing to me. I was, I guess I was over it. Yeah. And then I remember he's like, if you would just listen to my next email, you know, and he kind of gave me some info that means nothing to me or you, but I'm like, wait a minute, I need to listen to this guy, you know? And then he kind of gave me this, Hey, here's the inside scoop of everything. And I was like, Oh, that makes sense. You know, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of trickery going on with my mother and blah, blah, blah. It it was a mess. It was a mess growing up. My dad passing young, not being on the birth certificate, da, 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 da. So it, 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 it affects you coming up, but the coolest thing that probably ever happened to me was I got to meet my my grandfather only two three years before he passed away. Oh wow! And he was he was a cool old man, real cool guy. He wasn't I say old, but he nothing about him spoke old, you know. But that, that it was a pretty interesting thing. And now me and my dad's brother, my uncle Dan, maintain a, a relationship to this day. It's pretty. You guys cool. hang out and stuff. Well, he he lives in Jersey. Oh okay, yeah. It's a cool place, but we try to go once a year. We don't make it every year, but we try to go once a year and hang out. He Hmm. comes here often and stuff. Yeah, it's a cool thing. Yeah, it's kind of weird with our family. Like, um, like my dad's family, they're all like Connecticut, New York. Okay, and then my mom's family is like mainly Detroit. Okay, and I don't really see them that often. Really, I don't. I don't know. It's weird. It's like I don't. Like I know that's my aunt and my cousins, like first cousins and uncles and stuff through marriage and it's still like i don't know like because i was always forced to go over i was always forced to go to church i was always forced to go over my aunt's house and i was like well there's enough going on in this fucking crazy house full of people (laughs) right your house sounds nuts man what's going on there we had nine kids you have nine siblings Uh, well including me yeah Uh, seven sisters and a brother dang and grandma mom dad and then on top of that my dad being him, it was like a family that was moving from Detroit, like migrating. So it's like our whole family. So there's 12. Then you have another mom, dad, grandma, two sons, daughter, and two kids on top of the 12 people there. So you have how many sisters you have? Seven. Seven sisters and one brother? Yeah. Wow. And then where, and, and where, the, where are you in that order? Number seven. So you were young. Yeah, I'm third from the bottom. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I learned a lot from watching. Like, I, I love my sisters. 
Um, and it, like seeing them do stuff that's like, I don't want to do that. Okay. Seeing my brother do something, like, seeing how he, you know, I, I don't want to knock him, but he's had his problems and issues and stuff. Right. We don't really talk, but the stuff that still rings in my ears a little bit, you know, like mm-hmm. just stupid shit. Like just, if I told you, you'd be like, come on, man. But still as a kid and you, you, you hear this or you see this and it's just, it's like a bell just boom, like right in your head. Yeah. And I, I use, like I, I say this a lot, like I use stuff as a tool. Like what I'm, what we're doing now is a tool. This is a tool. My car is a tool. My job is a tool for something else. That's a tool to make this tool to blah, blah, blah. Right. So everything in my past and my history and like watching all these people do stuff that I would be like, luckily I had the mental fortitude to know I don't want to do that and store that data. Yeah. I don't, just, I'm, yeah. I'm good with that. Like that seems like a lot of work that. for you Yeah, and I don't want that. I'm just going to skip over that part. Yeah. I got you. And I mean, I'm not knocking anybody. I love, I love my family, but everybody has a crazy family. Oh yeah. Unless we can go back, back and forth dude, right now. Let's go all day. We're dude. This could, this could be a 14 hour. <laughs> right. We'd be in here like, Oh Yeah. So, <laughs> dude, two bottles deep. Just I, uh, I didn't drink alcohol until I was 25 years old. Wow. Because I was so deathly scared of it. Huh. Because I thought it would turn me into these people I knew. Wow. You know, like, there was these people I seen growing up, and I thought I would be that. So, I was, I was like, peer pressure, never, my, my daughters are screwed. Because I can tell them, I did not drink till I was 25. Yeah. Didn't touch it. Because I was scared I was turning this <clears throat> monster that I was. That's, I, so, you had, you have, a like, a strong ability to push back onto peer pressure is what you're saying. I, well, I mean, not drinking from the just time, in general yeah, as, from, a, as a young one from the time you're 15 till you're 25, that's 10 years. Cause 15 is about when it started mm. for me when my, and I, I was resolute, will not, will not don't waste your breath, but even I'll other, even other things, Nothing. like just like your friends, like, Hey, let's go do this stupid thing. And you're like, no, well, there was a time where, Things got a little crazy. Me and uh, who I'd call my best friend. He's he lives in New York now, actually. Uh, Shout out. We yeah. <laughs> he's in a place I think it's called Calcium, New York, or right right by Watertown, New York. It's like an hour north of Syracuse. Okay, yeah, and not, um, yeah, yeah. It's upstate in the middle of the. I was born in Catskill. But, okay, yeah. But, I don't know uh, where that is compared to what you're saying. <laughs> he, yeah, I don't know. He. I'm um, from New York. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, you know, he moved there. And he's like, everyone calls pot soda here, yeah, and it's bullshit. And he's like, <laughs> and he tells me he's like, I'm never calling it soda. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Craig, like, like keep it, you know, hold it down. You tell him. I go see him like six months later, and we're at a restaurant. And he's like, what kind of soda you want? And I'm like, dude, come You're on. He's like, me. I had to, man. No one knew what the hell I was talking about. Oh man, I was offended when I came to Michigan and. Somebody asked me if I wanted a sack for my suckers. I'm like, fuck you. A sack? That That's still weird to me. I hear sack once in a while. It's like, uh, what kind of pop do you have? And I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm blended when it comes to that. If I'm in New York, like sometimes a pop will squeeze out of me. Oh. No, you know. Oh, shit. No innuendo forced there. You're just a fair weather friend. Get but out like, of here. I know. I'm, who, I can't York, remember who I'll said this. Like, rail. I am a ca- I'm the captain of the fence riding team. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, like, um, in New York, I, sometimes I'll say 
I'll say pop, but it's mostly soda. But when I'm here, it's like, I don't even really say pop. I'm like, oh, do you have a Coke Zero a Coke, or a yeah. Diet Pepsi or yeah. whatever? It's not necessarily what the beverage is. Yeah. It's the brand of it. I had a, I had a buddy from Alabama that was, a, uh, they, he would say Coke. <laughs> you got any Fago? No. He would say, <laughs> oh, that's a Michigan he'd thing. He'd say Coke. Bad. Like, what kind of Coke you want? Mountain Dew. And then that always blew. What kind of Coke you want? Pepsi. What kind of Coke you want? Sprite. Oh, I got like, you. What the hell are you talking like, about? Wait. So I want a Coke. Yeah, what kind? Fucking a cola. A Coca-Cola. <laughs> like, I don't know what to a say. A cola Coke? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we were in traveling down to Florida driving. I do not recommend this drive. I've never been. Never been to Florida. Yeah. It, well, where we went, it was like tourist trap areas you okay. know what i mean not not really like some of them were uh like a timeshare like a nice hotel like really nice with nice pools and stuff and then we'd go out to eat and you know it was cool yeah but um the drive holy shit was like, that like 24 hours it was more? yeah because it wasn't it wasn't like the panhandle which is like 18 hours or something it was like almost halfway past like more than halfway past you were deep in the schlong of deep Florida. Like, gotcha. yeah, America's like, wang. They call it. Yeah. And <clears throat> yeah, it was, uh, I can't remember where I was going with this, but no, the drive. Yeah. Alabama or Kentucky or whatever. One of those States. Same thing. Actually. Waffle house. Never been. I've heard great stories. Well, let me, let me change your mind here. <laughs> <laughs> we went into one that had uh, a ghost hunter team in there. Nice. Like it was like something paranormal. I wish I could remember. And it was probably like 10 of them. Just, I'm like, dude, like, that's awesome. Like, I want to do yeah. this. But you guys listen to EVPs? Yeah. <laughs> did you hear that? Yeah, did you hear that? It was like a ball. Did you hear that? <laughs> I feel something warm and sticky dude, traveling down my pants. There was nothing. Listen, Ghost Hunters had me hooked for like oh, a Did you see seasons. the new one? No, no, no. I haven't seen it for probably over a decade. They have a new out. one where it's just Grant. Okay. Like, the not the bald guy. The other yeah. dude. He has his own thing. And I think it was on Hulu, but it was, it, it's the same thing to me, the history, like ghost adventures, ghost hunters, all the ghost stuff. It was like, I love the history lesson before they start. Once they start investigating, I'm like on my phone, flipping through right. shit. Hurry like, up and get to the evidence. Trying to yeah. see how quick I can get a boner from soft to hard. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Pretty quick. What but, uh, <laughs> don't challenge me. Um, Scared stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Why do you have two remotes? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little, it's a little remote, but, <laughs> um, but anyways, we were in this waffle house and, um, yeah, they, like I see these guys, they're like the, like the ghost hunter squad and they're kind of like celebrities in here, even though nobody knows who they are. They just all have matching shirts. Like right. if we went they into a uniforms. place with the same shirt and everyone's like, Oh, what's this going on over here? <laughs> They looked official and you yeah. nutted. Oh, they were, yeah, they were, they could have gotten any toothless puss in that place. <laughs> <laughs> and, this is a Waffle House, you know. But between, like the like the people that were running the show in the Waffle House, like the waitresses, the, the cook, not the chefs, the cooks, all women, probably a cumulative, maybe 13 teeth in the house oh, with the staff. Yeah. And yeah, I was, I was, like, oh, yeah, I see the ghost hunter guys. And I'm, like, looking at these people making my food. And I'm, like, fuck. <laughs> Mountain Dew and meth. I'm, like, fuck. Took all the teeth out in this waffle house. But it was, like, I'll just take some eggs and toast. Like, the most simple thing. <laughs> right. Like, just, what, how, how do you want your eggs? Just 
What has just the least amount of when you when that? you crack the egg and then when it's cooked on one side, flip it and then it's cooked on the other side. Don't touch it otherwise. <laughs> How do you like your eggs cooked? Yeah. So hard boil it. Leave the shell on. <laughs> I don't even give a shit. Throw yeah. them at me. But yeah, that's a uh, yeah. Speaking of Alabama, but yeah, we seen we had a detour heading through, and I, I was for certain. Even my wife, for certain, we were going to get kidnapped and hogtied and mouth fucked hills have eyes <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah the hills have less teeth than you do yeah. <laughs> and no it was just a regular old detour through some yeah. country roads dirt you know like hundreds of, like probably a thousand cars just because there was some accident or something but yeah just that little trip going down there it was like these little snaps like this huge black lady huge like 300 i'd say thick. with thick with like white jean shorts on okay that were you're selling me almost non-existent at certain areas of her body (laughs) and she's dancing she's like dancing and like dropping it while pumping gas oh you're pumping gas yeah and i'm just like oh my god you tip her no (laughs) i was gonna call the cops was it your gas (laughs) i was gonna call the cops just stick it in the gas hole lady (laughs) your gas hole's leaking (laughs) your gas hole is something's wrong with your gas hole lady but no yeah i mean just a little you know i don't know uh just a story i guess just that's to throw funny. it out there that's funny but yeah um i love stories man like i'm with especially you. if they're good i feel at this age that's all i have now yeah. I, I have a work life a home life all the the rambunctious stories are over you know but yeah the good hold, for nothing we hold, times we hold on to them good for nothing is a good way to put it yeah. good for nothing times that's a good way to put it I was I was just telling a buddy at work about. Sorry, I thought I heard something. I, I thought I did too for a second. It's probably my kids. Like oh, the house is on fire. <laughs> yeah. It's like shut up. Hold on one second. Oh, my wife's home. That's why. Oh. Hello, my wife. I know you're going to be listening to this, babe. I love you. I love you too. We got to meet, but you'll never forget each other. You got to sign some more paperwork. Okay, it's right here. I still got it. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, man. I don't know. We're just talking here. Like, there's. Uh, I like how there's no. There's nothing. It's like everything and nothing. Yeah. Like that's my favorite thing. That's always been my favorite thing. If I um, if uh, one thing I regret is wishing I could have done this ten years or fifteen years ago. For real. I was thinking about you the other day, and this. Thanks, man. Oh, and there <laughs> you're like, how much I hate your right. fucking show. Right. And I just felt bad for you. That's why I came over to Post not. I hate you for some reason. <laughs> it's just, it's all clear to me yeah. now. <laughs> what was the so Joe Rogan foreign. thing where he was, where he was like, it's like you're driving a bus and all the windows are down and the paper's flying around. This is pre nut. <laughs> oh, it's just like the bus is going crazy fast and you can't see anything and you're driving crazy. And then once you blow, it's like, calm and you're like how the fuck dude, did i get here dude dude <laughs> listen when i was a kid two two this is twofold first of all you'll thank me for this i'm gonna thank you right now but i invented beating off like i was the first person <laughs> to ever do it all right you're welcome i know you've heard of it no i invented it I swear to you and this this is gonna go into the the post nut and pre-nut okay. thing but when i grew up my mom's boyfriend would have like hustler or like not the classy playboy stuff but like the hardcore stuff yeah like just sitting on the back of the toilet so when you're a kid 
just, it would just sit there on the tank, yeah. you know? So when you're a kid, of course you're going to look, I was like desensitized. Now I wasn't infatuated with it, but I would occasionally like, yeah, that's what ladies look like. That's a real woman. And you stick that thing in that giant mound of hair and something awesome happens. <laughs> like, that's awesome. You it's know, like, like magic trick. <laughs> so once in a while I'd look at it, but I wasn't like obsessed with it. And then I remember one day I, I look at it and I clearly see like insertion, you know, the deal. And I looked at that like, I don't know why, but that looks awesome. That looks really cool, man. Like, <laughs> I wonder if I'll be able to do that one day. And I remember, like, this was the aha moment. Still waiting on my Nobel Prize. I looked at my hand like, like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I got fit. it. It fits. I got it. I invented beating off in that moment. And it that it changed my life. I just went to town Dude. every day. Like, it was, it was my, a chore. It was my new hobby, you know, quit playing peewee baseball. <laughs> it's like, sorry, guys, I was like, no yeah, flag football for I me got a today. Day. <laughs> so I got to paint a, the walls. A while, a while ago. Oh, no, this was like, no, nothing. Nothing was happening in the plumbing back then. Right. It's I just, like, <laughs> yeah, it was the first human body to ever be beat off. I didn't know what to happen. So anyways, I remember eventually, like, I have to tell someone about this. Like, I invented this I thing. Tell my friends, I got to tell my mom. I have to tell, like, <laughs> I don't want to have a conversation about what I do to myself, but someone needs to know the secret, you know? Yeah. So I remember, like, telling my brother, like, dude, I, like, did this thing, like, and it's, it's life-changing. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he's young. <laughs> and my brother's younger than me. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, it's. It's like I do this thing and I show them the, the Weber, we call it now. It's, it's a very, it was a very unnatural grip that I invented. It wasn't the standard grip. It was, a, it was over the top grip, you know, like this. Like a daddy long leg. Like daddy long leg dropping like on, on a broom handle. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't have to worry about penetration so much back then or now even. Just jamming so your dick in your palm of your head. And excuse the crude language, but this, oh, was, this was the time. It's too late. So I tell my brother, like, dude, I invented, like, the new fad in the country. And so I, like, tell him what to do. And he's like, are you talking about beating off, faggot? <laughs> and I was like, what? No, I've never heard of that. I don't know what that is. He's like, you don't want to beat off? It's like, that's not what I'm talking about. This is more no, elegant. This is, this is called the Weber, man. <laughs> oh, my God. So anyways, at some point while I was mastering my baiting yeah <laughs> that was quick. i remember the first time i felt what now i'll call that post nut clarity and i thought something was wrong with me i thought it's i thought sobering i thought maybe i was gay because no listen because i had all my fingers up my ass no. <laughs> yeah. that's when i could really see clearly that's when i knew something was going on no so i would i'd go you know do the the, the weber and then I would You're look. You're ruining this because now I'm going to be like, the Weber. You should try it. It's really, <laughs> if you have any length at you, it's all tease now. It's a really good edging technique. But anyways, oh. <laughs> listen, so I would, I would do my thing and then I would feel shame when I would look, not like terrible, like crushing shame, but I'm like, I shouldn't be looking at these or whatever, you know, and I would swear it off. Like, I'll never do that again. That's bad, you know, and. And I th like after that, I would hate the up. thought of girls. I would hate the thought of like, I don't want to see naked girls anymore. And then like 47 couple, minutes later, a couple days it's like, oh, dude, yeah, <laughs> I got to get, like, get this right. demon out. <laughs> I thought 
that I was the only guy in the world to feel like this giant s- shift in my thinking post nut. Mm. And then I, I grew up to where I was way older than I should have been. And someone said something about post nut clarity. I was like, tell me what you're talking about. And I was like, I'm not gay. I, was like, <laughs> I told I really, you. Yeah. I always hate women after I blow. It's true. I'm not the only one. You're like, ah, squirt. Get away from me. Get bitch. out of my fucking house. You smell weird. Right? You smell weird. Did you just ruin my sheet. Get away from me. But well, hold on before you leave. I'm hungry. Oh man. That's, that's horrifying, but funny as hell. Yes. I, I invented beating off. You're welcome. Well, thanks. I don't know. How old are you? I'm positive. I'm positive. I was the first one. <laughs> how old are you? I'm I'm in the positive. I was I was uh, how old am I? I'm 35. I'm 35. Okay. Yeah. So I'm 38. Right. So you didn't beat off till you were probably at least 27. Eight. Yeah. No, just, <laughs> well, I didn't hear about. No. I have a YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, I have one, but it's a uh, different. It's uh, skinning goats. <laughs> Is that an Albanian thing? Yeah, it's uh, goat skinners for beginners. <laughs> I had, dude my my best friend was uh, my best friend went to war a few times, and he said one time the locals in Afghanistan were Afghanistan were talking about how good goats were, and his, his food situation wasn't. You great. mean food wise or fucking food wise? Okay, we all know how good they are. So he's like, I buy goat. You don't have to be lonely at ISIS only. <laughs> oh, ISIS only. <laughs> <laughs> i missed it on the first no, try good rim shot sorry i have eight buttons but i almost have 10 you um, what <laughs> i'm getting there okay i need more drink before oh, i have shit. 16 did you uh you want some of this i kind of want to i want to finish off this nah what is this screwball peanut butter dude smell it peanut butter it's so good peanut butter whiskey yeah it's like grandpa's peanut butter it's good it's never mind. Yeah. Well, you know. Oh, I mean. weird. Yeah. It tastes just like peanut butter. That's it? It's almost like. Yeah. Here. Go ahead. Just a just a dribble. Shout out to Michael Poner. Thanks for leaving. Did he bring here. <laughs> yeah, it was half full when he brought it over, and then you know, playing some video games. I looked over, and you just have liquor laying around. That it, is blowing my mind a little bit. It's like um, that's like Fireball. With, with like, uh, what is that? F- like Mike and Ike's, like the Red Hot, whatever the hell. The, yeah, the cinnamony ones. Yeah. But this is. It's peanut butter. It's peanut it's, butter. Yeah. Not Jeff, but Peter Pan peanut butter for sure. No, f- hardcore. Like organic <laughs> peanut butter. Organic <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> like Molly over there. Fucking turning grease some- <laughs> on the top. <laughs> you got to mix it before you hell eat yeah. it. Hell uh, <laughs> yeah. What were you we, we just saying? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anymore. Government peanut butter or something. And then I did the rim shot. Rim shot. And then. Oh, going to war and he bought the goat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Goat fucking. Yes. So like, Back to you, Johnny. The goat. <laughs> and I, he bought a camel too and butchered it and tried to eat it. While he, he was, was there? Like, yeah. He was like, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> He's like, that's gross. Why would you? The meat had to have been terrible. The camel meat? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would eat just, it. I've ate goat once before and it was terrible. Yeah, I've had all. There was still like hide on the one I ate. So it was like, <laughs> like you just spit it out when you were done. Yeah, <laughs> like just it was, chew it yeah. for the blood that's yeah, left it in it. it was rough, man. No, it I've was had, rough. I think I've had goat before, but 
I've had lamb. I've had some weird stuff growing Lamb's up in an Albanian household. Killer. I've never had Pig ear. I just ate porcupine the other day for the very first time. How's that? A dude, it was, I, I didn't know what it was at first, but I'm down to eat most anything that's not a primate, probably. Yeah. But there are tribes that eat baboons and such. God, I don't know, man. That's like another person that's just a little yeah, bit like. I, I don't know how to make weapons that well. I'm not a hippie, but I think certain animals shouldn't be killed. And I know that's a really, and I'm a hunter, but I think certain, like elephants, whales, monkeys, don't kill those. Yeah, the big majestic stuff. Yeah, those things, that's like I think if there's anything that can kill you easily, you shouldn't really be around in the first place. Well, mosquitoes throws a wrench in that plan. Well, fucking, I guess, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, as far as like something that could kill you. Like a like hippo. a like a lion or a hippo or an elephant or tiger. Was that EVP? Did you hear that? I yeah, think? I heard that. It was, sounded like a like a banshee. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably my kids, but maybe a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a ghost. But I was always afraid growing up of, like, I wasn't afraid of getting stabbed by some fucking toothless meth head. Right. I was afraid of. Stumbling across a tiger that was just in the wrong place, and I'm just a tiger, like beasts, <laughs> yeah, you know just like monsters, <laughs> like real monsters, really, like bears and stuff like that. No, thank you, dude. I'm good. Like fucking watching the, the Tiger King, like yeah, spell. your arm gets ripped off. They just rolled with it. They were like, oh, that lady, I'll be at work tomorrow. She took it like a champ. She was awesome. But really, what are you expecting when you're working with something that could kill you? Like uh-huh. with us, like no. they could be cool. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the meat, man. Oh, yeah. hey, what's one this? Second. Your arm? Thank you. They only need to be bad for one second. Just, I, one time, I punched a horse in the face with everything I had, <laughs> and it looked at me like I wasn't there. Like blazing saddles. I, I punched it <laughs> with everything I had, and it looked at me like, "Are you going to give me the next apple?" Yeah. And I was like, I, right then, I got scared of anything larger than me. I was like, I would never. Why? Why'd you punch it, him? Bit or her. the shit out of me. Oh, it, so you got mad and just it, reacted. It, it was real. I had my daughter in my hand, my baby daughter. Oh. And it grabbed my forearm and like took me for a ride. Oh. And as I'm going, I hook it thinking I'm going to KO. You know, I'm going to KO this <laughs> dude. Bitch. And this did. thing, I hit it and it looked at me like, what just happened? And it wasn't even mad. It was, I was like, I will never be around another large. I'm yeah. scared of horses. horses. I don't like horses, man. I, I'll ride a horse, but like we went on horse riding trips and stuff like that but that's another animal where just one wrong second yeah and you're not the same anymore and he has plenty of tools to kill your ass too oh yeah, yeah. and they you can't catch him Mm-mm. you can't, Mm-mm. You can't, can't punch him. him in the jaw either you can't, him can't knock him out yep. and then if you shoot him they're like oh you shot a horse this fucking <laughs> pussy <dickhead. laughs> oh man we, should, we didn't even get into guns jesus oh we can talk guns your history of guns yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna bring up. Yeah, we were talking about the CPL, and then your brother, and we kind of veered off about drugs and stuff. Um, but yeah, my um, the class I took compared to what I've heard people tell me, as far as uh, shoot to kill and all this stuff. Oh, you'll you'll get sued if you don't kill them. You're gonna get sued anyways. You're gonna be arrested most likely. Yeah, I mean, even somebody comes. He in your told. House. He pretty much was like. It's all about the language you use when you describe the action that you performed. Yeah. If it's not legitimate and it doesn't make sense to the people that are listening to it, the jury, the police officers doing right. the investigation, whatever it is, questions, yeah. questions. He said, shut up 
Don't say anything to anybody, right. even the person that's in the cell with you. Wait for your wait for your lawyer, which is good. That's good advice. That's totally congruent to what. Yeah, I've I would probably do that, but in the heat of the moment, oh my god, I shot this dude. He was coming at me with a fucking knife. I didn't know he was on crack and had mental problems. And if you're an innocent man, you're going to want to assist the police. You're going to want to yeah, say, like, "Hey, this well, he came at me," and uh, and. But really, you should give yourself some time to unpack all that. Because yep. that's a lot of Agreed. information. Agree. A couple of days, they said, you know, what if you have to sit in a cell for a couple of days? Quiet. It's going to be the least of your worries. Yeah. And as, I mean, he it was mostly the language. Like, you don't shoot to kill. You shoot to stop the threat. Shoot to stop the threat. That's exactly right. Um, What does that mean to you or me? Is that one? Is that two shots is that my whole magazine but now that's when it gets weird because let's say somebody's coming at you and they're a little crazy and you're giving them the benefit of the doubt hey back up stay back you have your hand in a posture that may may say that oh i have a gun here you're not showing it to them right. being pointing like hey i got this because that's against the law right you don't want to brand now you're anymore. you're let's say gesturing or whatever whatever the case is and you pull the gun out and you have to shoot this fucking person which is the last thing that I'd want to do right. carrying a pistol or whatever. And you shoot them. Now, what do you do with the gun? Yeah. yeah. I have, I actually still have some in there. Oh, you want? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Thank you. Um, like, like, what do you do with the gun? Like, how do you react when the cops get there? For me, if I, if I, if somebody's coming at me, I shoot them and they're still coming at me. I'm still going to shoot them. But if they turn around and run away, don't shoot them. No. Because that's when now you're in trouble. He was retreating. You were standing your ground now or he or she, whatever. Right. Hold on one second. Yep. Sorry, everybody. I had to take a wicked piss. Like I felt like it was coming out of my pores. Wicked mad piss. But yeah, um, the last thing I would want to do is shoot somebody. But if, if you had to, and it came down to it, like, when do you stop? Yeah. I, well, what? they say, if I recall, and it goes, I, I took my class when I was like 21, but I took another one with my wife. Just to and, kind of re-up on some well, new she, she wanted that we, we share vehicles, and so we'd like to leave, you know, maybe a firearm in the car, certain places we're going. We didn't want the legality issue of oh, there's a gun in the car and you took the car and, and drove here. And if she were to get pulled over, you know, she'd have a, a gun in the car she wasn't allowed to carry. So mm-hmm. we wanted her to have it. And she carries more than I do now. But um, if I recall, it was it was the threat of or great bodily harm. Rape. The threat of or sexual penetration. Mm-hmm. And the threat of or death or murder. Like I mean, maiming right. anything. Like bodily harm, like what bodily you said. Bodily harm, yeah. yeah. So, I mean. Same thing. You, I guess, by definition, you would shoot until that threat stopped. But you also have to realize that you may be facing a jury, or you may be facing a district attorney that just wants a case. You know, yeah, so trying to keep a record up yeah. or something like that. So for you to take and and you know go to counsel and say, "Hey, what's the right way to handle this?" The cops aren't. The cops aren't like, I'm going to get you out of this, bud. No. They're going to spin whatever tale they decide that needs to be spun that night. They want information, mm-hmm. and they want to plant, not plant, but have a definitive cut and clear thing on their end. Correct. Where, 
like that's what that's what I was saying. Um, as far as like a lawyer would be like, cause they had a lawyer on there and they tell you like the video after we did like the actual verbal class, they show you a video and it's at least an hour long. It was holy shit. I'm yeah. like, maybe if I sneak up there when they're not looking and just scrub <laughs> forward like 40 forward. minutes, like fuck Sick of seeing this lawyer walk around the gun range yeah. for two hours. Yeah. Yes. But, um, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot there that you definitely could take in. Sure. And I mean, you know, if, like for me, I'm not going to, let's say, oh, hey, you want to go to this party and, you know, it's in the hood or whatever you describe as a neighborhood that's the hood. Right. Yeah, I'm not taking my gun. I wouldn't even, if I'm not taking my gun there, I'm not going there anyways. I see what you're saying. So right away, I'm good. Right. I, I'm not, I'm I'm okay over here. Right. I don't need to go there personally. But even if I had a gun on me, I now really wouldn't want to go over there. Well, if you had, it's just psychology. I don't know if that makes it, sense. No matter who you are, like, if you decide to go to that party with that gun and conflict does break out, I promise you your ego is going to let you get a little more involved mm. in that conflict than you would beforehand. But if you could jump forward into the future and you're the one dealing with that case, you know, or that brandishing yeah. charge. It's almost like you whatever. went there for... Yeah, you'll lose your rights. Yeah, you'll you, lose your rights, you know. Did you go there for a reason to show a point? Or? Right, you showed up to a party where there was drinking with a gun. You're already screwed. Yeah. You know, you're like, already... Oh, oh, this guy Barry that you didn't like was there by and, chance and you knew or that. whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't want to be digging out of a hole before you start. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> but, I mean, like I've told people, I think I'm, I'm not going to a place that I don't feel comfortable with anyways now then with a gun that's right. even more awareness and responsibility that now i'm calculating in my head like if i'm like he was saying if you're walking down a street and you see an altercation happening you don't have any right to go up to it and be like hey guys back it up Hell no. i got a gun yeah no. i want to be the one to financially take this burden no i would be like i'm gonna go this way now mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm just avoiding it's more of like when people think, oh, you have a CPL, oh, you're going to want to... No, you, you don't have any right to do anything. You're not a superhero. You're even not if, a cop. Even if you see somebody on top of somebody stabbing him with a knife, right. you don't have a right. You don't have any like special ability or you're not expunged from these laws. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, you'd be like, hey, back the fuck up and at least give him a kick to the face or something. I think that, I think that goes into... I heard you guys talking last week about... When people always say, like, well, I think it's, you know, bullshit that it's the shoot to kill thing. Mm. Well, first of all, you're not going to have your wits about you if your wife or children or yourself is being attacked. I think that shoot to kill thing is like this. We like to stick to these old tropes. Like, this is what I heard, this one thing. So this must be congruent. And I was the same way. All the time. Yeah. But I, I truly believe that the shoot to kill thing is more of a mental preparation for the holder that 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 pistol does not come out until the situation is serious enough, serious enough to kill, to kill a person where bodily and harm, it should like be one of those three things. Body harm, not, Oh, I broke a finger punching right. this guy in the face. Correct. No, like bodily, like permanent body, me, uh, body disfigurement, right? Death. I think rape. in your heart as a new carry person, as a new person with a gun in your heart, you're going to know when that, especially with children and a family, yeah. you're going to know when it needs to come out which will pro- hopefully be never in your life, you know, and you're going to yeah. know when it needs to stay there. 
And if someone spits in your face and slaps you like a bitch, the gun stays there. You know, that's, that's that, you know? Yeah. It's, it's almost like, like I was saying before, knowing in your heart that like, almost like a conceding to somebody saying, no, that you have to take the knee. You have to raise your hand. You have to, I, I, I'm sure I'm regurgitating information I've heard in the past where you have to do what I want you to do in order for you to be accepted to prove that you're not this or not that. Right. Like if you're not racist, go, all right, well go ahead and put oh. this, put this thing on Facebook and uh, join us with this. And it's like, I don't have to, if I'm not racist, I don't have to jump through these hoops. That, that old virtue signaling. Yeah. Type. I'm, I know right. in my, in my heart, I'm not. Can so, I just be the normal dude I was before that wasn't, yeah, you know, yeah, it, I get it. like personally peace of mind in my heart, in my head, in my body, I know. Yeah. Okay. That's the only I person I've approved. That's all that matters to me. I don't have to show you anything. Right. You don't operate inside I, I don't, my bubble. I don't have to bend over for you anyway. Right. Agree. So with me having a gun, it's a peace of mind. It's not an advantage. I would say maybe it's a little advantage and it's going to definitely make you more. All right. So where am I going to hang out when I go to this, when I go to the spot, knowing I have a gun, I'm going to sit in the corner so I could see everything. Yeah. Not on my phone, not drinking alcohol, watching, can't letting, drink alcohol. You see me, I'm going to make sure you see me, see you. Yeah. Okay. This guy sees me. Okay. It's, no. it's a good last resort to have for sure. It's a good last resort. The, the the world's getting crazier by the minute. Yeah. You know, wherever side you sit on or right dead in the center like I do, world's yeah. getting nuts. Yeah. It's a good, I mean, if it comes down to saving you and her family, you're going to do it. But otherwise, yeah. I I rarely, I probably shouldn't say that. I'm the worst carrier ever. I rarely carry. My wife strapped all the time. Actually, actually, we both happened to have our guns on us just recently. We live in a nice area, right? We had an old raggedy prostitute roll up. This is just real. Dude, we live in a nice spot. This worn out chick who looked 60 was probably 24. It's like a walking New oh, York dude, strip stick. It was so rough. I come out of my garage and all of a sudden there's like, it was like I was back in the town like I was fucking from. ghost. And you're like, ah, can I get a ride? I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Who are you and why are you on my property? It's you like need a creep up. show movie. So, yeah, it was rough, man. And I'm this just recently happened, like three haircuts ago. I know it sounds weird, but it was right before I got <laughs> it's a haircut. Like six weeks. Yeah. But she's like, give me a ride to Beecher. And I'm like, I don't know who you are, but you need to go, you know. And my truck was right here, and my gun was in my truck. Well, this girl's starting to get really aggressive with me she weighs about 90 pounds so i know i'm screwed if something were to happen but yeah this chick has you got a you got 150 pounds she has like three xl clothes on she has like size 12 so like slides a, on like a hanger well what from what i hear when you got a, a girl that you manage on the street you put them in oversized clothes and oversized shoes so they can't run from you so this chick yeah 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 <laughs> So she was so, being watched, probably. You well, think so? Do you, I, so I live next to a really nice park, right? A really cool, huge park. And her dude took her all the way out there, dropped her off to make some money. The first dude she jumped in the car with, I think what happened was she robbed him. She took his phone or his wallet or something. His clothes and shoes. Well, then she was <laughs> she was boogieing, 
busts out like this little secret side of the park that dumps into my neighborhood. Mm. Well, then she approaches me like, I need a ride because she's running from this dude. All of a sudden, there's this other car coming up and down my road. It's nowhere near that park. And he's like, did you guys call the cops on that girl? Like trying to act innocent. And I'm like, yeah, why? And he's like, oh, because I called the cops on her in the park. And I'm like, okay. But, you know, He's like following her so around. So they should be sure. here any second. Right. Right? You want to hang out? So I, I called 911. My wife, it, it kind of goes, she, after she got real, like she was being really aggressive towards me as to like, get the hell out of here. I'm not giving you a ride to Beecher. Why can't, why can't you give me a ride? Why can't you? I'm like, I don't have to tell you that, but you need to get. Mm. So she finally gets off the property. I'm like, man, that, that felt like the neighborhood I was from. Like, that was normal shit. But, like, where I'm from now, that was weird, you know? It, it Almost like when you have those adrenaline dumps, it almost clears your heart it a little bit. Weird. It's yeah, like it afterwards, weird. you're like, that felt so, good listen, to, like, stand up a little bit. At that moment, no, my wife showed she has the balls in the relationship at this point. So <laughs> at that moment, she crosses the property line. She's on the street now. I'm happy. I'm relaxed a little bit. That very moment, my wife comes out of the door and she turns around, and sees my wife and decides, I guess in her head, I'll make more progress with the girl. Mm. She turns around, walks right past me after I just shoot her away, right past me and walks right to my porch and is like, I just. Someone tried to kidnap me, and I'm just looking for a ride, and I just want to ride to Beecher. And my wife's like, someone tried to kidnap you? And then I hear my wife go, girls, go get my purse, which means go get my, get, go get my piece because I'm about to drop this hoe on the sidewalk. And my wife is pissed. She's like, you said you almost got kidnapped? And she's like, yeah. She's like, I'm calling the cops right now. We're going to catch that Sit here while we call the cops. Yeah, she's like, no, don't call the cops. And it, the, a little bit of this is on my ring cam. And she's like, don't call the cops. My wife's like, no. You said you were hurt. We're, we're going to fix you up, honey. We, we, you know, you're good. And she's like, don't call the cops. It's just something I make up and tell people. And she's like, no, blah, blah, blah. So she turns around and starts beelining. Because my, wife, my wife's like, Tim, call the cops. So I'm on the phone like, my wife's going to beat up a girl, and I'm just going to use the phone. <laughs> we both had guns on at this point. And I'm like, oh, man, I hope my wife shoots this prostitute. <laughs> like, it's going to be so awesome. So the, but not really, the, the but moment kinda... it got scary, the moment it got scary was... When she left the property, the neighbor kids across the street were out playing. They're young, like 10 and 7. The the girl walks straight to the neighbor kids and starts, and my wife explodes like mama bear. Yeah. Fucking, Don't you talk to those kids. I'm like, oh, shit. Someone take your purse away from her. Like, it's over. <laughs> She's lighting her up. Don't go over to those kids. Da, 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 da. Cops come down. We see the cops snag her. We go drive by to get my three haircuts ago, go get my haircut. <laughs> As we pull up the cop that's arresting the chick is my wife's like cousin or cousin's husband per- or something. perfect. And she's like, Hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like real stone face. Like, Hey, and she's like, it's me, you know, so-and-so. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, I'm the one that called. And he's like, uh-huh. She's like, okay, I'll see you later. And drives <laughs> off. And she's like, I don't know what his deal was. I don't know if you can see was, from here, but I got my business socks yeah, on. Yeah, it was so weird. <laughs> Dude, five seconds later, my phone rings. And it's like, hello, is this Tim? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, hey, I'm you know, I'm Jesse's cousin or whatever. I'm like, hey, he's like, I was not blowing you off. He's like, I kind of had to hold it. He kind of told us the story. He's like, you guys want to know about the lady of the night? And we were like, yeah. And he's like, gave us all the info, oh, exactly man. what happened and everything. I was like, awesome. He's like, you see her again? Call me again, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that was... That's the last, but I remember I reached in my truck, grabbed my gun, and slid it in my butt a little bit. Like, th- this chick, like, I, and go ahead and defund. 
that guy. No, hell no. Go ahead. Get out of here. Get out of here. I would have had to bury her in my backyard. I don't like I know. digging holes. It's like it's almost the same same situation as weed being illegal. Mm. Now you're making me a criminal. You're making me have to go to another criminal to buy these criminal drugs and pretend yeah. I'm their friend and do this weird dance. Right. And get these drugs just so I can relax. A but little the bit. weird dance only happens because it's illegal. If it was a illegal free thing, marijuana, I mean, which it's we're getting Dude, there. Dude, liquor. Getting there. Just I mean, what we're doing now. It's caused more harm than anything in my life was liquor. Liquor has caused more harm to my family than if anything. If anything else. too much marijuana causes you to reflect on how big of a pussy you are as a person. You, I don't care how big or strong you think you are. You get too high and all the thoughts that are in the front of your head and the back of your head you switch spots, and you're like, "Yeah, oh god, I shouldn't have been so mean to that kid in the where, seventh grade." Where'd my Where'd my ego go? <laughs> I can't. I can't uh, no, understand. I got this. Oh no, here it comes again. Is my watch I on think, too tight? I think I think marijuana gives a chance to some people who will never develop naturally the the ability to like self reflect. Marijuana will force that on you. Mm. Like, hey, look inside you, dickhead. Yeah. You're kind of jacked up. It, you know, I've, I've recently, I have like a, a pen and I don't, I don't smoke weed like I used to. I, I'd say back in the day, I don't know who I'm stealing this joke from. Cause I know I didn't make it up myself, but I used to smoke like I was going to win something. <laughs> if, I kept, a progressive prize. <laughs> if I kept doing it, it's like, I know there's something's going to yeah. happen. And then something happened where it snapped. I had an anxiety attack. Weed was, I can't handle this strain or whatever. Wait, you did? Yeah. I used to smoke all the time. And then all of a sudden, wow. just just something just turned in my head. I have I recently have had an experience. I used to smoke a lot, mm. a lot, a lot. Not like I wasn't, I was a super, I was not like a burnout. Oh, I was every I was two secret, hours. I'd smoke a lot. And my tolerance was through the roof. Mm. But in the last few months, there was this time that I caught myself smoking and I was reading the news and I was smoking like it was a cigarette, like just me you forget. And then yeah. I just forgot. And I was like, Oh, I, you know, I got too far in <laughs> and I was, I didn't think you I could get in the like trenches. Too, I was in a bad spot. <laughs> like, Oh no, I haven't, I haven't felt anything like that in, in my whole career. It's, it's almost sobering. And it absolutely destroyed my hunger for like, I'm not, I'm not saying I'd, I'll avoid it, but to me now, it's, it's a like, certain amount of respect. Yeah, it doesn't. It's like, uh, it's like no. the dog behind the fence and you're like, oh, fuck <laughs> right. you. No, and then no. It bites your finger. I don't poke like, it no more. Oh, fuck, <laughs> right. Yeah. I've, I've, like I said, I had, a, I have a little weed pen, like a little, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's strong. Right. If you don't like, I did what you did. I'm like on my phone or I'm watching a video, like some stupid funny shit. And I take, usually I take like one pull and I could tell about how much I blow out. All right. That was good. Yeah. I'm done. Gotcha. I understand I'm good saying. till I'm good. And I tell this to people and they look at me like I'm a fucking weirdo. I tape my mouth shut when I sleep. What? Yeah. Wait, it's recent. What it's recent. <laughs> it's recent. It's recent. I, I'll tape my mouth closed. I haven't been doing it. Like I'll do it on and off. But um, it makes you breathe through your nose, and it makes your heart rate lower, and you get to a deeper sleep, and you have better sleep. What the hell? But there's a lot more involved to it. 
I'll let you Google what it. What kind of tape is it? Just it's a of, microscopic tape they use for, um, it, it won't hurt your skin when really? you pull it off. And I just, um, I, I read the book called Breath. Um, that was, I listened to a lot of Joe Rogan podcasts, so I'm like, I'm with you on that. I can I'm, track. I'm sure people that are hardcore Joe Rogan fans are probably listening to me like, Oh, you're saying the same shit I heard yesterday. Well, it's sorry. You took sorry, him. dude. Yeah. yeah. God forbid um, if you share it. Yeah. Whoopsie doozy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so I, I found the tape on Amazon. The, the person that wrote the book, uh, recommended and I went on Amazon and bought it and it was like nine bucks for like 12 rolls. I'm like, that'll last me a while. I'm still going through the first one. <laughs> I haven't even touched 12 rolls. You've committed right <laughs> off the like, bat. I'm good for about 17 years. I'll never breathe out of my mouth again. But it's again. just a little postage stamp size piece of tape. And I close my lips, not tight, but a little bit more than normal. Stick it on there. And I'm, I just, I, I get high before this, put the tape on my mouth and now I could only breathe through my nose. And I've done this before working out and stuff. And I found positives to this where I'm working out and it feels like my heart rate doesn't go past a certain amount. Like it stops at 155, 160 max. And I'm on the elliptical, like, like what? deep in, deep out, not fast, slow and heavy. And I'm like, all right, I'll try this when I'm sleeping. I do it. <clears throat> I found after like two or three days, my deep sleep went from like two, three hours to like half the time. How are you that tracking your sleep on, on, on my watch? Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, it's a sleep app. I can't, uh, I'd have to look it up um, on my phone. And um, so, yeah, I, I sometimes sleep with my mouth taped shut, but before so I get high. And I watch funny ass videos. You're lucky you're already married, dude. You couldn't <laughs> yeah, explain dude. that shit. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm hold, rooting. Dude, my wife would come in and be like, I don't know what kind of Hannibal Lecter bullshit you're doing. <laughs> like she's, yeah, she'll be like, listen, motherfucker. About a, about a year ago. No, maybe two years ago now. I got put on a, one of those sleep machines. You know, it's like a CPAP. Sorry, the app is called Auto Sleep. And I think you have to pay for it. But... I'm I'm sorry. I'm just gonna click on this and yeah. My um. Here we go. The history. Yeah, my average sleep is about seven hours. Oh, you lucky dog. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really trying but here. Good. And my average deep sleep is around three hours out of seven hours. Okay. Deep sleep. Wh- being deep like, sleep. Like, which recovery? All right. The the good stuff. Now I'm not. I've been I've been taking vitamins a lot lately. Yeah, and um, it's my my essential oils that I take. Not like fucking lavender and frankincense and yeah. I thought I smelled patchouli down here. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> no, like my my um my omegas and my fatty acids and all that stuff. I take that. I take my vitamin K, which helps break down calcium which is in your teeth, in your heart, all that stuff. And it helps you absorb it better. I take my uh, turmeric and curcumin, which... Curcumin? Curcumin, which is... um, It's like an oil from a a black pepper, which makes the turmeric like a thousand times more absorbable. So I take that. I take my my D, like 5,000 a day. I take my... 
I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) If you only knew. (laughs) I bend that dick (laughs) in my own butthole. (laughs) I fuck myself. Um, And then I also take... That's my regimen, actually, right now. (laughs) (laughs) To my ass, I'm going to send this note. (laughs) To my ass, I'm going to bend this rope. Yeah, get your weight up. And I also take my uh, magnesium and vitamin C and just a multivitamin. Really? Yeah. And do, you for, see, do you see positives with the taping your mouth shut and sleeping? Yeah. Is, my, that, is that called something? Yeah, it's fucking bondage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but my shoulder, you know how I was saying how my yeah. shoulder would bother me? I've been taking these vitamins for probably a year now. And I'm never like, oh, man. Like my knee, hurt. my shoulder sometimes like, like oh, it, it hurts and I'll stretch it out. And I'm good. Really? And I forget about it. Really? I don't, I don't take anything. See, I've been thinking, I, I don't take any vitamins. But See, I've been some, thinking about some people have told joint. me. I want to get something for joints just to get them. CBD? That turmeric? I've, I've, I've taken CBD before and I, there is a noticeable It's a, cons- you have to consistently take yes. it too. I was. Well, I took, I went through a whole bottle. You know, as as recommended, and it, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I was taking the oil. I was also putting it on myself with like rubs, and I was also smoking CBD weed, which you could buy at any gas station, pretty much. Yeah, I seen it at the farmers market the other day. It blew my mind. I'm like, yeah. the farmers market selling weed. They're like, it's just CBD. Yeah, I I took all three for months. Really, and it became a thing. Just like I wake up and eat two eggs every morning and have my coffee. Right. That I forgot I had all these things. Like, I forgot that my back hurt. I forgot, you know, I'm not in the best shape of my life. I'm not in terrible shape. But you wake up and you're like, oh, man, my back or my shoulder. I slept on it. (laughs) I slept on it funny. Your 30s will start. You'll start saying shit like that. I really, I don't have that. I, I wake up and it's like, yeah, maybe my lower back sometimes if I'm feeling a little froggy at work and I overdo it just cause I feel good that day. And then the next day I'm like, let me take it back a scooch. Right. And then, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say it's these things, but also too, like it's working for you. Keep yeah, going. Something, something, something's happening. You <laughs> extend the prime of your life. You know, Yeah. I, I'm whatever, whatever it is that helps you. Like, I'm not telling you to take anything. Like, right. For me, I'm trying it. I don't know if this is working or not. I didn't take any tests or blood. I didn't have my blood drawn in over a year. I usually take get it drawn every six months. Yeah. And I know, like, my doctor was like, yeah, no, you're good on everything except for this, which is showing signs of that you smoke or you used to smoke. I can't remember what it was. I don't even know how to read the fucking paper. I, they printed it out for me and gave it to me. And I'm like, oh, thanks. I'm going to look this <laughs> right. over. I don't know what the fuck this right. is. Seven R's, two sevens. Yeah, negative point zero seven Z. I didn't know letters were involved in percentages. But yeah, I'm not a doctor. I'm more likely to be a divorce lawyer than a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, yeah, I, I'm like, if it's worth doing, it's worth overdoing, I guess. Right. And Especially with this COVID thing, and you're feeling benefits. I yeah, I don't, I don't not feel bad. Keep doing. All right, I don't feel over. bad. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, he took too many vitamins. That was his <laughs> downfall. He lived to 107, miserable as a son of a bitch. Well, I mean, still. if you take it too many, it'll eventually come up in well, blood. I would assume you can see it when you piss. Like, yeah, like my first five or six pisses. Well, I pee a lot because I drink a lot of water during yeah. the day at work. 
I, over over a half gallon at least. You I made me wa- I chug water all day. Yeah, work, man. And like I I try to piss clear once a day. Mm-hmm. I'm good after that. But when I'm like my first few pisses of the day, neon yellow. Oh yeah, they're glowing. Stains the porcelain. I gotta put glasses on when I'm fucking <laughs> pissing. <laughs> and I mean, you know, like what it, it is, what it is. I guess. I mean, I I I hear about. COVID. Oh yeah, the sun, vitamin D, blah blah blah. The sun kills it immediately. Well, then go outside and open your mouth. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell throat. you. Yeah, put your butthole out. <laughs> but they said the amount of vitamin D you get from the sun compared to the clothing that you wear from day to day is not sufficient enough. You'd have to be completely naked for at least twenty minutes to yeah. an hour. To yeah, get the, I've heard something like that. I'm not sure, but I've heard something. Yeah, like that. if you're in a bathing suit, a guy, we're more likely to get more vitamin D than a woman, even with my speedo more you know yeah you're more likely to oh, get okay. it okay yeah um you and, look like you've got a lot of vitamin d in your life dude <laughs> it's up to the gills five thousand d's five five thousand letters <laughs> iud's whatever that means but um yeah I, like you don't hear our government talking about it you don't hear about them hey this is what they're saying stay inside shut everything down don't touch anybody sanitize and kill everything I mean, to me, not. Yeah, I could see that's the point. If we were all seventy-eight years old, right. obese with heart problems, right, live in fear rather than proactive. No, go outside. Avoidance. I, I, I mean, I believe it's a giant manipulation. I don't know. I'm not. I can't pretend to be smart enough to understand it. But to me, clearly, this is a giant manipulation being played on the people. And I think the best way to test it is to see, no matter how the election comes out, is to see what happens with this pandemic. After the election. After the election. Yeah. When it just shuts off, you'll realize we've just been taken for the... We're going to see this. Yeah. And again, I don't like to get into politics, but I'm going to say my piece and I'm just going to leave it on the table. I don't know how you stand, how anybody listening to this stands. They may have turned it off by now. We're going on two and a half hours close, which is... No, they turned it off. We're free to say anything you want. No one's listening. It's 10 o'clock at night. We're just getting started. No, we're just good. We have four more hours left in me. You're gonna die. Wait, what time's this- Taco Bell close? Shit, there's probably not a Taco Bell for forty miles around. No, there's here. one in Frankenmuth. Um, are we close to there? Fifteen minutes, bro. What the yeah. hell? Yeah. I'm way up north. Yeah, yeah. There's two in Frankenmuth. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying I've done my research. But <laughs> yeah. I've done my research. I've made some runs. But um, what were we just saying? Um, COVID. Yeah. Okay, again, yeah, the politics thing. I don't I've had a few drinks. We're 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 talking off the top of our heads. Yeah. We're not we're just saying two idiots. Well, yeah. Speaking. Two dumb white American right. people. As much as you can be. And I will say that either way you go, you're going to miss the other side. Correct. If we say like I, this is one thing I would hate. It sucks that we have these two choices. It really does. But I don't. I don't want the nation to go so so one sided or another. But I do wish this election goes where if this person wins or this person wins, there's no like oh it's forty nine percent to fifty one percent. No, I want it to be like seventy five twenty five. That I, way it's I clear. So that there it's a there's a resolute. 
Yeah. It, yeah, I understand. Whoever totally votes however. I don't have that much confidence. Yeah. It's um, I I think best case scenario it's going to be 60-40 best case. My my biggest fear with the political landscape is I'm currently seeing from either side, left or right, whoever whoever you are it doesn't matter, but the extremists of both sides are bringing out the extremist of the other side. Do you understand what I'm saying? So as far as the left can go, all of a sudden this guy on the right pops up. And as far as the right can go, you had these dudes trying to kidnap the, the, the governor or something like that. That's just too perfect. It, well, I, you know, I, I off the record, I was talking to a guy today. (laughs) Nope. It's on the record. It's recorded. (laughs) Listen, I was talking to a guy today that knows the head dude of that. No, has known him for his whole life. And he, his take on it was he's a dude that sits around, hits some joints, bullshits about the governor. Exactly what I was talking about. And just like, someone ought to do this, someone ought to do that. Like a a super, like the Tiger King situation with, with, you know, he's just a shit talker. Yeah. Somebody infiltrated the group. And needed that political with leverage that, at that time. Somebody with that nine volt brain, like, right? You got an we, idea. We can build bro. a case right here. Yeah. We can build a case right here. That's what exactly. As soon as I saw that, if I, all all of a sudden it's like, feel sorry for this person. Same with Trump getting COVID. It's too perfect. Okay, yeah. I, I don't know. It could be all real. My wife it was could, convinced that Trump's COVID diagnosis was false. It could she was be all 100% real. Convinced. Could be all real. Yeah, but it could not be. And that, it's a. I mean, obviously, yeah, where's it's truth, a huge difference. Truth it's like going though. It's, it's like oh, issue. you could crash your car or not crash your car. It's a huge difference. Yeah. But whenever I see anything, as of late, I'd say the last five, seven years ish, where I see it's just too perfect. Like something is just yep. like the bath salts thing. Put it on the news. Get everybody scared about it. And then after you do that. Let's get it in every gas station we can. Yeah, it was. It was. Like, I'm like, there's a whole fucking shelf of bath salts. Yep. Don't smoke it. I need 20 on two and four of those packets of baths. bath salts, bowls, rolling papers. Yep. Don't smoke it. Tobacco use only. Right. It's all, it's all the language. Just like with a gun. When, if you, if you have to blow somebody away because they're trying to stab you or take your, your kid or whatever. It's the language you have to, you have to say it in a way that a prosecution could be like, yeah, he had no choice with the language that he's talking about. They don't care about what you did. Sometimes it's about how you say you did this, right? Not your intention, yeah. Not what happened, about, and that's and that's where your counsel comes in. That's where your lawyer and comes it's in. It's like, but yeah, I, I, I don't want, I don't want as us as American people to vote one way or another. And then be like, fuck, we, 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 man, I wish we imagine, imagine this in three years under Biden. Let's just say, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. I'm just, I'm just shooting off the tip here, (laughs) (laughs) man. I, I miss Trump or three years later, be like, fuck, I wish Joe Biden was here. Yeah. When they asked that question during the debates on the, um, vice president, they were vice when they were uh, debating. They both dodged the question about what happens if if because either whoever wins is going to be the oldest per- president ever. Yeah, yeah. Like 
what happens now? I found it hilarious. Trump was ragging on Biden's age <laughs> and then, like just cut him deep. And then I found out he's like three years younger than Dude, him. At that, at that age, it's, oh, I'm 79. Oh, I'm 76. Yeah, I'm younger than you, pussy. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like you're fucking old. Dude. Yeah. And I, I never got that. I would, I would think of like a 37 or, or I don't know what the age is that you have to I think it's 30, there is an age. I think it's like 35 or something. That sounds like about that. right. But 38 early forties, mid thirty somewhere. The limit 35. Let's say you have a 35 year old president that is center of center. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get it. I get this. I get this. I get this, but we're working, we're mashing this together and just making a, like hardening this edge and just pointing it and going forward. Like that's what it is. But no, we're going to make you look bad and you're going to make us look bad. And then we have to find out something for, for us to like make you look bad about something that happened 10 years ago that that nobody gives a fuck about. That's the system. And it's so broken and boring. Our government that's supposed to work for us. You're passing that to me, right? Our government that's supposed to work for us. We're watching it just grind to a halt instead of working for us. You know, it's just get it get it <laughs> just tap in the bottom of that bottle yeah i i again i don't want to get into politics i just I agree they're boring and not entertaining yeah and then you got the fly landing on his head for nine minutes for pl- nine minutes pl- i don't know it was there forever it was, it i've was, seen a picture of it i didn't see a video it was it. on there it That's was fine. definitely talking to him telling him what to say he was attracted to the sulfur <laughs> I seen a funny meme of um, the movie uh, The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah. And it was like uh, Pence, like three days later or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Pence is a weird looking cat, man. That guy Dude, looks like he could be all an around evil dictator. Both sides broken, yeah, broken as agree. hell. Agree. Missing, missing sprockets. Chain is fucked up. It's too long. Flip flopping. I believe in this one week. I believe in that the next week. It, it's it, uh, again. It's, feel it's bad for manipulation me. Manipulation of the masses, you know. And imagine this now, in a time where we didn't have internet, don't have social media, don't have the news. If you did get it in an, on a paper, it was weeks later. Yeah, out out of date info. It's too late. Like so, me and you could have ran for president couple hundred years ago and yeah. f- wiped the floor with these fucking idiots right. i invented beating off yeah you have the most successful podcast in the land <laughs> out of Dude, all the people i, I know personally <laughs> i see a 2024 ticket right now oh they would be like no he's in this guy is not good for me <laughs> <laughs> his name does not make sense <laughs> it's like oh gnaj, gnaj, yeah. gnaj, gnaj. how do you how do you pronounce that? what is that even that's not even that's not even real it's that russian Polish. It, it, it's your, your, the pronunciation of your first name is John. John. Everyone I Because I didn't John. know you until you cut me deep and insulted me in the break room that one day. When? First, uh, I believe I dropped. <laughs> I believe. Little backstory here. I was in the break room, got something out of the vending machine. Someone got something out of the vending machine. I think it was me, and I dropped some coins. Someone did, and they were looking for them. And you were like... Said some, it fit at the time, but said something like, "Well, you're not one of those losers at the beach with those <laughs> metal detector things looking for change." And I was like, "Fuck you, dude!" Yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm an avid metal detector. I love metal detecting. 
I looked at you like, this oh. fucking nerd. <laughs> like, God, you, don't don't, know. you know how much pussy metal technique gets me? Zero. You don't know shit, bitch. Zero. No shit about shit. My wife won't even let me do it around her. She's yeah. like, don't do that shit around me. <laughs> Dries that thing up so hard. Oh, man. That's funny. Well, you know. You live in your learn. That's when I like, I was like, I think I like this guy. He's not afraid to make fun of. Me. Well, I mean, you make fun of something until you meet somebody that does it. And you're like, that's eh, not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I can pretend to think it's okay around. No, them. we actually have one. Do you really? Yeah, we all Fucking we found nerd. was trash. That, dude, that's all it is, man. Mostly jar, like Mason jar lids. Perfect. Yeah, mostly Perfect. that you're in the right spot. Like, not, I don't want to nerd out. It was like Riverbank. Perfect. If you're finding mason jar lids, keep digging that spot. Dig through all the Dude. trash. Dig through all the trash you can. You have no idea. You have no idea how many like random pieces of wire. I do. And- I, do. I do. I've been doing it for like ten years. Oh man, you got to dig the trash. Get the treasure, man. <laughs> they call it dirt fishing. But uh, we've the only cool thing we found. Yeah, I don't think we found anything cool. It was mostly just uh, wire and like chicken wire and yep. I'll, mason jar lids and nails mason and screws are a good start i'll show you the coolest thing i ever found right here not i the, hope it's a meteor so check that out it's not that cool it's a coin i see it's not a coin that is a french officer's collar button Whoa. From like the 1600s. That's, that's like a dragon on That's there. the mark of a king. It's actually, I believe, a salamander. I believe. There's been three other of them found. It says, uh, friend corrects, or fr- probably like friend Yeah. It was the mark of a, of a certain king. Francis D.C. Yeah. It was, wow. the, it was the stamp of a king. I see a crown on there, yep. and it looks like a dragon looking back over its shoulder with yeah. like kind of like heat coming off of it that would be a button that would ride high on the collar it was an officer's button from the french military how much you get for it i i still have it i would never sell it's probably worth nothing yeah but i i still i just keep all that little junk you know but uh it's probably my, one of my favorite things I that's found. cool though it's cool that's it's random cool. as hell it's like 16 15 1600s that definitely came you from overseas you want to know where i found it in mount morris in Mount Morris, which there was there was French troop activity hmm. way back in the day, yeah. So, so what was that made of? Silver or I do I don't know. I honestly it looks don't silver. know. It's it's fairly light, so I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. It looked silver. Well, it came out of the ground sparkling like that. Yeah, which silver has a tendency to. Yeah, you know sometimes. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, if it was packed in there good enough, and the air didn't get to it, yeah, it was cool. It was That's a cool awesome. little cool little find. If you're yeah. a nerd, I guess. I don't no, know. The, yeah. If I found that, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> right. I would be doing research on it and everything and yep. bored, like not bored to death. Like I'd, I'm sure you do this, but you do so much research on it that you know more about it than the person that fucking made it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm over it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's cool. I got it. Oops. You like my, uh, free, free Mason. Stop. Oh shit. My sister got, got secrets. Uh huh. In the it, family, it has a G on it, and it's got the compass and square. Now I see. I don't know. There's, yeah, I don't. I think it's pewter. I don't know. You know, you ever? It's clear on the bottom. Which notice is cool. why that is. Why the what? clear bottom? No. So you could see across from you when you're drinking. Oh, the Freemason is dodging the blade. Mm-hmm. And what they also used to do back in the day, because their beer was so gross, they would drop a shilling in their cup. 
to buy troops during uh, Civil War. So when they're drinking, they'd see the coin at the bottom of their cup. And they'd be really? like, you down? That, like, that's my dude. You keep getting me drunk. I'll fucking shoot some, <laughs> I'll shoot some Northerners. Cool. <laughs> that's what I heard. I don't know. It could yeah. be true. It could be not true. So that the clear bottom is a common thing? Yeah, it was a cool. It was kind of like so you could see through it while you're drinking. Yeah. I mean, I could if I drink right, I could see you anyways. Like I don't know, <laughs> the the clear <laughs> bottom right. is kind of like dirt. <laughs> like it's like that's a cool cup though. It's like glass pewter and then lead to make sure it's sealed properly, and then you drink it, and then we, you die when you're thirty. You die instantly. Yeah. <laughs> How old are you? Twenty eight. You want to fight for a few years before you fucking kick the bucket, there, buddy. So yeah. I mean, what should we call it? If you want, yeah, don't matter to me. Two and two, two forty. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Nice. I wanted to. Um, I'll end it. I'll. I'll kind of end it with this. Um, but I wanted to write a bunch of uh, quotes on this door on your way in. Okay. Not on your way out. On, on the way, way out, I wanted people to sign it. Yeah. But on the way in, I want you to read this quote. It's like the beginning of the Twilight Zone. I have it upstairs. I wrote it down. Okay. I believe you. But it is something along along the line of like um you enter this door. Uh, hold on. I'm going to stop Do this it. and I'm going to come right back Do and read it to you. All right, I found the quote. All right. Let me try to read this serious. <clears throat> Let me take a drink here. This is the quote you read entering the studio. Yeah, this is what I... God damn, I forgot that wasn't like a sweet drink. (laughs) Don't be a pussy. You walk into this room at your own risk because it leads into the future. Not a future that will be, but one that might be. This is not a new world. It is simply an extension of what began in the old one. (laughs) (laughs) That's the Twilight Twilight Zone entering? That's what he said. You are now entering... <laughs> but yeah, I have I have a couple of them. Nice. Um. Yeah, I don't want to read any of these stuff. My wife is like, "What do you emo now?" I'm like, no, <laughs> just emo now? <laughs> <laughs> no, just some stuff rings in my ears a little bit when it comes to words, hands-on stuff, words. Like, I don't know. I'm. I don't know how you can explain it. I'm just like a technical person. Right. If I hear it and it sounds good, it's like like a poetry type you thing. Use it and put it to yeah. use. And making something out of nothing into three dimensions, it's like magic. Yeah. It seems like to me. I under- I, I I understand what you're saying yeah. with a show with a show like this, and I, I can see where you're going with that. Yeah. yeah. So I don't want to paint myself into a corner ever. Like it seems like. I can't find what I like. I like doing this. I like talking to people. I like, it could be anybody left, right, man, woman, black, white. I don't care. Yeah. Are you cool? Are you an asshole? Are you, can you add something to, to my life and other people's lives? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Sure. Um, check it out. I don't want to jump the gun, but I have a guest coming on soon that, I I'm like why, why are you doing this? What do you mean? Just someone that the credentials just don't oh. match the show. Really? As far as like where I'm at and where they are, 
I'll tell you afterwards. Yeah, I want to know secretly. But um, I'm just going to let everybody know. I know this has been a long, a long one, and I'm not editing anything out. This is Shit. exactly raw how we recorded it. I we only paused a few times for me to go run and grab that quote, and for me to go take a piss and yell at my kids. Beat your children. I heard <laughs> yeah. you beat your children aggressively. Yeah, they can't. They can't go without a beating. <laughs> can't let them think that they got anything over me. Um, but yeah, I want to. I want to thank you, man. Like this is it's the longest show. Is it really that we've that we've done? Poor listeners. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, people. You're welcome for the people that like it. Sorry for the people that don't. I had a blast. It was fun, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude. I tell this everybody anytime for real. Like if there was a line of people at this door and it was like two hours and a half each, let's go. Line them up. I'm sorry for the last five or six people, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm going to keep doing this. And if you don't like the guest that's on, don't listen. I don't I, care. I was telling you, I thought about this the other day with you and this. If nobody else ever listened to another episode, you're going to go back into these records, essentially, of this, yeah. say, decade of your life. I know it's 10 years. It's, But you're going to go, I, I have these conversations saved. I remember sitting there with this person. I remember that time in my yeah. life when my kids were young. So you have that jewel. Who cares yeah. if anybody listens to it? You yeah. know, I, I, I think it's a good thing. It inspires me. I, I've talked about a podcast for a million years, never seen it done. It inspires me to reach out and like do my own weird version of it. You know, so dude, I appreciate what you have. I listen every week. Thank you, man. Thank I you. I like, I like everything about it. I like the production. I enjoy coming here. Tim, Tim got me in a bad way right off the bat. That first time. <laughs> That's I what was, happens when you fuck with a blunt to the there face. Was, there was 4,000 stickers and a blunt in the room. And I was just like, <laughs> I don't want them Anxiety. to talk to me. <laughs> Anxiety just kicks you in the teeth right. sometimes. But yeah, man, thank you. Um, thank you to everybody that listens. Um, best case scenario is I have a, a log and record for my kids to listen to my voice when I'm gone. Agree. Worst case scenario, I sell out to a fucking big company. Do it. Do it. Treat everyone like they're little. Who cares? <laughs> I would. <laughs> no, see, I, I don't know. I'm. I'm it's still very young. We're yeah. 24, 25 episodes in. I, I never thought it would go past a few. Keep like, it going, man. I'd, keep it going. Even yeah. if it's just you coming down here, just keep it going. Yeah. I'm, I plan on doing a few more before the end of the year. I know it gets busy for people. I might do one by myself, just kind of like a like a goal orientation type thing. Where yeah, I think it would be a great idea. I want to know what, what my plans are for next not even season. The inner working of the pie. That'd be a good idea. Just keep keep her going. I'd come, I'd, I'd come back anytime. I don't know why you'd have me back, but yeah, me neither. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but, but yeah. Um, until next time, people. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening, and just anything involved with the show, like like liking and sharing, to me is more important than buying shirts and anything that goes towards the show monetarily, if that's even a word goes to upping the production the quality of the show. In the I'm, not, show. I'm yeah. not taking any money that comes to me and, Hey dude, do you see this fucking new watch? I got? <laughs> no, it's going a new microphone. The money I got from the, the shirts I sold previously, another microphone. Shirts are cool. By the way, if you haven't seen those, check them out. There's yeah, a, I didn't, I, I didn't realize you had. Yeah. I merch. had, I, I should post more about it. I kind of, yeah. I'm kind of like the worst person to promote myself. Right. <laughs> like I try, but it's also 
Like, I'm like, eh. like if you want to listen to it, listen to it. I just, you know, if you want people, I just tell people about it. That's all. Right. Word share of mouth. It. You, share it. Hey, wife. Hey, friend. Check this out. I'm on it. That's yeah. why I like having people not painting myself into a corner. Like I was saying, I've made furniture. I've made knives. I've done all kinds of weird shit that I've, I've grew marijuana seed to stoned. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, like, let's just keep moving. Let's what's next. We'll find my thing. I'll trade this in for the next thing. And this is, I like this. Yeah. Maybe this is it. How do you feel right now about it? You feel the momentum is going to take you in the next year. I feel that when people start coming to me and asking me, Hey, do you think we could do this? And I'm like, dude, it's almost like, why are you even asking? Yeah, me? I get what you're saying. Just if I came into this room and you were in here, like, oh, we're ready. I'd be like, whoa, thanks, what man. You, yeah, like, you just saved you me so about? much time. You saved me so much time. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's stuff coming up that, um, like, at, like I mean, it, it's still young, and I'm still like, whoa, I can't believe this person or even these people are even like saying the name of the show. No doubt. And I'm like, that's, that's, that's exciting cool. to hear. I'm glad to see it. So yeah, uh, this, we're going on two hours, 45 minutes. I'm going to end it. I have to fart real hard. Yes, do it. And I have some black and milds that maybe we can oh, choke on and talk about some do stuff it. that's going to come in the future. Let's do it. But until then, till next time. Thanks, John. Love you guys. Thank you. See you. Thanks, Tim. Bye, guys. Yeah. Thanks, man. Not going to stop. Thank you, everybody. For real. I love you guys. Thank you.